0: everybody and welcome back to noob your nice experience with buddies i am your host nick here with me today are my buddies mate and the
1: overtaker otherwise known as andrew
0: dun 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 yeah so out of curiosity what do you take
1: i take souls
0: no. Oh, okay, okay, okay. It was quick. Would right? you say you take more than you need? I overtake. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I see and where you were going there. Done. Okay. <laughs> so everybody, make sure uh, please follow us on uh, at official noob and that or at official underscore noob and that's spelled just like the show n e w b. Or you can check us out at. TX3 Productions on Twitter, ThreadX3 Productions on Instagram, or ThreadX3Productions at gmail.com to get a hold of us right away. Or not right away, I mean, either way, we get we get back to you guys pretty fast, so, and it's not one of those situations where you have to pay us on Patreon just to talk to us, or to get on the show. If you want on the show, just talk to us. Uh, Discord, as always, is in the description, and always pinned to the top of our Twitter, so you can get it there. All right, let's get right into our dailies. <laughs> it's our da 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 How how often how often do you do it? Daily. What is it? Breathe. Obviously. I don't know where I'm going with this. Honestly,
2: you're on a weird like level right <sighs> now, and I'm not <laughs> sure where it's I coming from. I don't know why
0: either.
1: <gasps> you're you're up here, and we're like. <sighs> <laughs> That's a good thing. It's a good. We need someone. You need someone up here. No, you it's need, not. You need someone That's, <laughs> it's a, lot not coffee, That's a lot of coffee. Are you seeing colors? That's a lot of coffee.
0: No, so I'm not a doggy. Not a. <laughs> are you
2: a dag? If you yeah. like dags? We you, all hope we're share. seeing colors. <laughs> Damn it. Are you? Are you seeing sounds? Sorry, Crystal. Is that what you meant to say? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, technically,
0: I am seeing sounds right now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna head out. Hold on. I hate when it auto adjusts. Yeah, I hate it when it auto it's adjusts like that. Okay, we're good. <clears throat> All right, dailies. What have you been playing? So let's start off with our uh, guest, Mister Overtaker. What you been doing? What you been playing?
1: Uh. So, first off, thanks for having me on the show. I've been listening for, like, what? how long you guys been doing the podcast? Really? <laughs>
2: <laughs> he was doing it for a while, so I was, like, trying to figure out how long he was going to run that rude-ass joke. But to answer your question, yes. I mean, we've been, as far as, like, Hubcast since last year and then podcasting in general... Yeah. F- since like twenty, 20- we've been podcasting I I since three, three podcasts ago. <laughs>
1: podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Needless to say, right. uh, it's a slight. Uh, I'm going to say a slight honor <laughs> at this point yeah, because it's of, Nick's sort of an attitude. honor. Like I'm just kind of <laughs> here now. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having me, Nate. I appreciate it. You're, You're, <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. You. Um, you can uh, you can find me on uh, you know the socials, uh, the Overtaker on Instagram. YouTube and Twitter I don't really use anything else and uh, I kind of update things now and again I don't mind using Twitter but I'm not very active on it so I mean if you want to follow me go ahead but if not you can just uh, follow me on PSN because I play a lot of games I'm on a lot uh, anyways the your question yeah. was what have I been playing and I cycle yeah. through quite a few games uh, so recently like I get on a binge and I play a few games consecutively and and then I let them go, and then I jump back uh, later. You know, I, I constantly switch, but right, I've been nice. playing Apex Legends. I've been trying to grind ranked. I'm not the greatest at grinding ranked lately. Uh, there's some crazy matchmaking going on, and it's so sweaty. Um, but uh, there's and there's issues with uh, disconnecting in ranked a lot. So I, I think I'm sitting oh, nice. around gold three, gold four but uh i i got back into it and i got i got to gold and then it reset at season 4 so i was kind of frustrated at that but it's a grind and and it kind of helps you get back into it i've been playing uh the forest nice, uh, nice. crafting survival game um uh amazing i don't know why i just tuned in now but oh, I, right, I caught right. it on the sale um i've been playing modern warfare a bit kind of in hopes of the br coming out maybe next week we'll not, we'll see and um Fortnite, just as a very recently again it's a fun chill game um i like to play it with my friends um but uh i can't i can't <laughs> play that game solo i just yeah i, I can't yeah. i get bored i get bored uh and then the division two lull it's 3.99 yeah. yeah. canadian well american so, too I mean, and, it's 95 well. percent off <laughs> well yeah yeah three bucks american so, I just like to it say, yeah, yeah, for z- yeah. stupid amount like $80 for a video game, isn't it like That's Australia? Ridiculous. Don't they
0: do like 120 for a video game, something ridiculous like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah I think it's like more expensive than yeah. yeah, yeah, something like I, I genuinely oh, feel not only that, but then they just yeah. have some games outright banned, like so, then they have to pirate in anyway. Yeah. So, like, Left 4 Dead is a really good example. I think that one was just outright banned. So like you you had to get that other means oh. essentially like which is like you shouldn't have to do that. I mean mm. good for them for having regulations because mm. you know they definitely don't have to worry about loot boxes or anything like that yeah. but at the same time it, it also
2: breeds a really fun game though because you <laughs> anytime you watch an E watch an E3 and you see a trailer you run the roulette of which game's going to get banned in Australia? Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, you yeah. see a report two weeks later. It's yeah. like, this game was blah, blah, blah for this. It's like, yep, called it. It's like a nice little drinking game. Mm. Mm-hmm. Wait, you're going to drink two, two weeks so yeah, later? That's what I've been playing. Yes. <laughs> you don't know my drinking schedule.
0: <laughs> Let me live my life. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Overtaker.
2: Uh, Nate, what about you? What have you been up to? So multiplayer wise a lot of modern warfare and that's mostly kind of what i'll get into what be- you i know right <laughs> um oh, because no. uh season two is just Hashtag. dropped? um but apart from that <laughs> i accidentally let that uh, trial run for ps now lapse so uh because of that i've I downloaded a few games and started jumping back into saints row four and mm-hmm. having an absolute blast because like I when I, I played it when it first came out and I was just finished three so I was like this is the exact same game why should I play this but like having several years away like it's mm-hmm. like oh this huh. is really fun like a lot more fun than Grand Theft Auto because it's just so arcadey and I'm literally running around with superpowers and right. it's just kind of like a, a good escape but um yeah Modern Warfare is a lot of stuffs going on a lot of mm-hmm. stuff good and bad. Um, I mean, they just had season two, correct? Season two. That's going into the. the How long are their seasons? Because I gotta swore they like just started season um, one. This uh, season two started last week, I think. And yeah. I think as of today yeah. it was or yesterday it was fifty five days until the battle pass expired. Yeah, yeah
0: it's
1: like two
2: months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just it's about really two just months. Roughly two yeah, months.
1: I guess yeah. I'm
0: so used to. I think Fortnite and Apex have it at ninety days. I just feel like you, you yeah, need I think a little so. bit more time to breathe because it's yeah. like I felt they, you were just talking about one. Um, maybe not you in particular, but, like, I felt like in general everybody was just talking about one. And by the time, like, the next season of Apex came out. They're already talking about, like, the next, next one. And I'm like, well, that seemed fast. I don't know. That's just me, though. Like, I'm an outsider.
2: I I can't tell you from, like, from what I would earn in Apex, earning the tiers in the battle pass in in Modern Warfare is a lot faster, Um, especially with the fact of you getting XP bonuses, whether for a weapon. um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You also get it almost every every weekend. And even if you play, like, if you haven't touched the campaign at all, if you mm-hmm. play through the campaign, you'll get like at one hour XP, double XP tokens. You nice. know, so it okay, kind of, okay. so it, it's, hmm. and I haven't even paid for it yet because I'm like 150 coins shy, and I just, I, I can't buy 20 bucks worth of it right now. Right, um, right. So I mean, I'm even yeah. progressing through the free pretty fast, but nice. um, to start off with the bad, <laughs> the file size for season two for oh, PlayStation. Geez. Oh jeez. Was on was 50 gigabytes. Jeez. no, for PC, I think it was actually more. Yeah, it was like 68, oh, 68. 68. Now, they did come out and give an explanation for it, which I thought was funny. But, um, basically, this update had a lot of like uh, general hot fixes and like quality of life improvements. Like, basically, mm-hmm. with this gigabyte, they figured out a way to better process like textures and stuff like that. Um, instead of what came on the disc to help optimize like for, for gameplay. So they pushed a lot mm-hmm. of that in there with the new content. Um, but they were like all the they are like, don't worry, all the other updates are gonna be a lot smaller than this. But it was just like yeah, I had to make sure like we I, I think I had some friends over last night and we were playing Call of Duty and I had to make sure like three hours beforehand that I put the disc in that Playstation and was downloading the fifty gigabyte update, so it'd be done. Jeez, yeah. So I think there's more to it though. Uh, it's 50 gigs
1: yeah. for a reason, and I think that that classified section that popped up oh,
0: might be part
2: of it. Oh
0: yeah, yeah.
2: I didn't think about that.
0: Yeah, so it could be the fact that they have their. Mm-hmm. I mean, what are they calling it for this one? Warzone? I thought that's Warzone. what the uh, Battlefield esque mm-hmm. mode was called.
2: No, that are you talking about from Battlefield? Oh, ground ground war. That's
0: ground war. Okay.
2: Yeah, I honestly I yeah. honestly did not think about I, I that didn't, didn't even come up. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. that is another thing that they they rolled out is right. that there is a classified section now on the main screen. And it's almost I mean, it's one of those the worst kept secret <laughs> than like you trying to spoil. Luke, yeah, I am your father. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it's it's bad. Like it, we all know that this is going to be the battle royale. And what I think is interesting is just the little breadcrumbs they're leaving, like, with um, with the trailer by itself. Like, I know Terminal's going to be a map on Warzone because they're in yeah. Terminal, like, in the very part of the first trailer. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, it's very yeah. obvious from all that. So it's one of those that it makes me th- wonder if it's going to be a season three thing or not. Like with how many how many hints and even in that season two trailer of it being, it's like, okay, is it going to be rapidly after or is this a tease mm-hmm. for the next season? Um, I'm going to go ahead and say yeah. it's dropping next season. What makes week. you say that? Tuesday.
1: So on, there was a leaked uh, image of, it said Warzone and uh-huh. it had Ghost on it and I think Ghost is obviously right. featured in season two, right? So I think that the ghost and a few other and i think it may be trios. I for some reason i think it's trios. Like that's like the squad based is that cuz you saw in the trailer you saw 3 of them come out and um you know they were saying things like they're targeting their own. Like ghost said they're targeting their own which kind of in, you know points out battle royale. They said the gas is closing in. Like there's so many subtle hints in the trailer and then like the dropping out of the airship and and the massive and they, map they leave and, on that uh, map too. Then there was like, the leap. It's one screen. of those
2: they they the guys drop out of the plane and they don't yeah. just do like a quick flash and it goes away. Yeah. It's like that scene from Batman versus Superman with Aquaman where it just stays there. Like it it's you know you know yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah. No. Okay. Did that matter?
1: All right. Oh, anyway, so so then, right? Um, if you check out the leaked trailer, so this guy, the Gaming Revolution, has <gasps> been leaking everything. He also from, got a like day one, um, and he he also just Activision just mm. banned everyone that was leaking information, <laughs> like guys, as of last night. This it. is very very fresh. <laughs> um, but, but so the this leaked screen had yeah. it said Warzone on it, and then uh, Ghost was standing on nice. a tank with two other guys. And underneath the tank,
0: it says 18. Ooh, nice. And I have this feeling
1: that 2.18, nice. I think it may drop on a Tuesday. Because the like, normal updates drop right, in right. the middle of the week. I just have this feeling it's either going to be this week coming up or it's I'm, just, I'm lost. And then maybe it is mm-hmm. season three, like mm-hmm. you're saying. Uh, Nate, I, I have no idea. But I.
2: if anything, yeah. I would say, Which I I would do say I ask. Speaking of ghosts how do both of you feel about his design for for this game
1: yeah sure nick you want to go i first? don't care <laughs>
0: <laughs> your turn <laughs> okay i'll
1: go um <laughs> quick thank you uh so i think that He's a little bulky. I don't know about his build, his regular build, but I think he's just a little bit bulky yeah. looking in the new uh, version.
0: Hashtag not uh, my ghost.
1: I don't know. He just seems big. <laughs> he seems tanky. And I don't think Ghost was ever well, tanky. no he was on you know, a tank. But, I mean, uh, give him something. Uh, well, no, I, I yeah, give okay. Yeah, yeah I you have something Because he's
2: got like the... like. Um, poncho looking thing and like mm. like a full kit. So yeah, yeah. it looks does look a little bit bulkier but He's I've been working
0: al- out since he died. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen I've seen a lot of people like
2: <laughs> be like, Oh, I don't like the mask I'm like, I think it looks super cool. Like All with right. the fact of how grounded Model Warfare is like I feel like that makes a lot more sense, and I'm pretty sure that there's story context to this. Which full transparency, I I still haven't beaten the campaign, so I know that there's certain certain things uh, about that. But um, season two, in general, um, I like it. I think it's I think it's good. I think the content variety is like the. um, I like how, in particular, I think, there's still there's nothing brand new about what's in the battle pass. It's if you like the battle yeah. pass from season 1, it's going to be it's going to be the same. There are some really cool like blueprints and skins. Um but it's one of those that it's it's very simple. There's not anything stand out like how in Apex you would have those really crazy gun skins. Right, right. Um but it's good and I feel like it's it is actually genuinely worth it, especially the fact of how How quickly you are getting through it It's like it it always gives you that one more game One more game I'm like right there I'm right there Yeah. Um, I didn't make it all the way Through season one I I think I got through about 30 Tiers Um, But it was I I enjoyed what I did now the the two main things Apart from ghosts that they rolled out With is two new weapons Mm -hmm. uh, One of which is A variant of the UMP 45 from Modern Warfare 2 called the Striker 45 very nostalgic. much and I'm disappointed Love because it. I haven't I haven't got my hands on it yet, but from what I've heard of people playing it and the balancing, it's not like it's not the same. It's mm, not the same mm, as Modern Warfare 2, mm. like it's not as powerful. And mm. then the other one is a assault rifle, the Growl Five Five Six, which is Grrr. a variant of the Sig from Modern Warfare 2 as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it's mm. Modern okay. Warfare 2. So yeah, yeah, those are the two new two new weapons as at this point that was launched with with ghost um yeah I'm, I'm excited to get through them but uh right now i'm on the daily side of it i'm getting through challenges like nice, i ha- nice. almost have my mp5 gold mm-hmm. i have like two more um camo patterns to like get through but those are the ones that are the pain in the ass are the prone no not the prone the um mounting kills oh. and long range
1: yeah with an mp5 that's insanely hard i just i golded my mp5 and that's the only gun i have gold um but i i just hit 3300 kills Mm. with the mp5 (laughs) disgusting it is it's an overpowered weapon it really is and you can when you have the uh it's called a subsonic integral suppressor on it when you have that uh, attached as the barrel Mm -hmm. it is insane it's absolutely disgusting how you can mm. long shot it, people with it. And yeah, with it an very MP much turns yeah. kind of it, it into the MP five.
2: It turns into the MP five from COD Four for sure. Um, I would almost say the same thing about yeah. the MP seven though, because I just unlocked it and put the silencer on it and it's like a then, yeah. laser. I mean it is dead accurate. Wow. <laughs> with the laser. can believe it.
0: <laughs> well, a couple things from my perspective, you know, not being a huge Call of Duty fan, but a couple things. Um, but number one, uh, I love that we just got a report saying that they've made more off of battle passes than they ever did off of loot boxes. It's like, yes, the people have spoken, yes. and like that makes me honestly want to pick up Call of Duty because now that there's like Actual proof that, uh, or at least in my eyes, you know what I mean? Like, now that there's actual proof that they're probably not going to add loot boxes, you know, because I would, I'm definitely, I was still a holdout because it's like, you know, how long was it when until Black Ops added their uh, loot boxes, Um, like months and months after?
2: Yeah, it was, it was easily... like six months, wasn't it? Yeah, it was into the next year.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, point being is that like I, I was kind of still holding out. But now that the report just came out saying basically, you know, hey, loot boxes didn't do that good for us. I'm like, OK, I might actually pick it up now because it's like I just was not on board for that kind of stuff. Um, And, uh, you know, I don't have that much money to buy stuff in general. So it's like when Mm. it comes to stuff like that, even if it like, oh, there goes Nick on his soapbox, it does mean a lot to me because it's like I want to support companies that deserve to be supported. you know. And, I mean, we could get into a whole thing about, like, Rockstar or, you know, other things, but we won't. Um, But, yeah, I, I feel like that is a really good reason that if you haven't picked it up, and it's because of things like Black Ops and Treyarch and how they've treated Call of Duty, I feel like now is a good time to go in because we have the proof. The, the company has the Activision themselves. So not even just the makers of the game, because th- those are always the people who get screwed over, is the makers of the game, the people who are actually putting the time and effort, and then the stockholders are the ones that make him do all that crap. But now that the stockholders see... That they have actual evidence that it, it's affected their money stream. It's like, do it. Let's get it. You know what I mean. Plus crossplay. I mean that's that's a whole other yeah. reason for me to get into it. Um, crossplay is huge. Battle Royale huge, or Warzone in this in this particular case. It's it's honestly weird to me that it's being added. Because it's like, it's one of those things, it's like, I would have much rather, and of course this is, once again, an outsider's opinion, I would have much rather had a Battle Royale than whatever Battlefield clone that they were trying to have. I just did not like Ground Wars or whatever the heck it was called. Like, it seemed way too chaotic, which, like, is okay when you're on a smaller map for Call of Duty, but on that huge map, I would just get, I would get hit from, like, some random ass um, like angle and I'm just like I, it was too it was too confusing you know now granted I didn't let myself get used to it but just as an example I started playing battlefield 5 recently because one of my buddies um, got it and so we kind of shared it or whatever and you know I it's just different I don't know how to say it I mean if you've played both games you'll understand what I'm saying basically but if you haven't then you won't so that's all I can say is that it's just different when you're playing battlefield you're playing battlefield and so I don't know so for me like um battle royale seems really cool um and I'll be honest like from the controls and just the way that infinity ward has handled call of duty I'm interested to see a Battle Royale in their universe, because I really liked Blackout. Blackout was really cool, in my opinion. You know, I I liked what they did with it, and it made it feel like, okay, this is what a Battle Royale should feel like if it's a good game.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's it's definitely something that I'm... So let me ask you a question real quick. When was the last time you played Ground War? Was it, like, when the game came out? Beta, because I never got it when it came out. Okay, so yeah, that that is one thing, and, and I know you, I know you know this, but in particular, they did a lot of map balances because a lot of people were having that same issue. Um, but gr- now, Ground War to me is a testament to whatever they're going to do for Warzone because Ground War has a has an amount of polish on it. Uh-huh. So, like with World War II's like big mode that they had, where it was like the you, you know you had like operations. Like that was their kind of other standalone mode, where you were like going along with the tank, and it was like separated.
0: Oh, gotcha. Okay, yeah.
2: That didn't feel great to me. Like it felt like it was definitely Mm -hmm. an a prototype attempt. This feels like you're right. It does feel different than Battlefield, but it feels like a very successful attempt of them trying to do something similar with a conquest. Because nowadays, Mm. like I played it the like last night, and it's like polished. Like it felt great. Spawns vehicles, everything. So.
0: Well, it's definitely something I would like to try out again, especially now that like, I have a good excuse to jump back in. Uh, the other thing is, what do you guys think, how do you think they're going to handle vehicles? Because like, we definitely have seen, um, obviously in Ground Wars you can have tanks and everything, but in the Battle Royale, a really good example would be um, Firestorm. In Firestorm, you actually have to go to like specific part on the map, open this giant door that like takes a while to open, and then you get access to a tank. You know, versus like, how do you think Call of Duty is going to handle their like tanks and stuff? I don't well, know if they're going to have You saw tanks. ghosts on a like, tank, right?
1: I, yeah, but that that maybe that they're just yeah. spread out hmm. across the map. You know what I mean? Like in and, and not operate like not oh, okay yeah, operable. yeah I don't know what the word is but um yeah I, I don't know it, it's t- it's tough to say there's there there were a few leaked um different like the the quad uh regular SUV um maybe possibly a truck uh, and 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 I think a, a chopper too like the map is, is is apparently massive it's it's like four times the size of the BR so the right the the, the blackout mm. I guess you'd say um so it's kind of hard to tell like there's so many there's so many leaks res- like surfacing now and it, it's kind of hard to to say what they're going to do with it but i think it's going to be fresh I, i'm really excited for it i i i like blackout myself um but it got tiring and it got kind of boring i know yeah, Nick, I we so. played yeah. for a yeah. bit um we played like remember that zombie mode that pandemic right? was actually that, a lot of fun that is i enjoyed what playing ruined, that
0: with you yeah. uh fall for me or wait, is that what it's called i don't uh, think that's what yeah. it's called Shadowfall Pen- Pandemic. You know, was, 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 yeah, yeah. So that's, yeah, what, that's what ruined it. Yeah. Because Pandemic yeah. was squad-based. And, like, honestly, if it would have been squad-based yeah. on Apex, I think I would have liked it so much more. Because, like, pa- it wasn't. Wait, it was, was it solos not? until you got to the last 10. Then when you had oh. the last 10, you were all together. Which just, to me, didn't make any sense. Because Shh. it's like, if you're, hmm. if you're like me and uh, Nate, you were basically trying to stay alive. You weren't trying to engage anybody because then you'd just be making noise and having the, you know, the dark or the shadow apex or the shadow legends, sorry. Um, You'd have the shadow legends come after you if you were making too much noise. So then by the time it got down to the last 10, you were all like really super spread out most of the time. And so that's what made it so crappy. Versus Pandemic, the reason I love that was because you were zombies, you... You know, and I don't know why, but like because you were a zombie, like it made more sense when you died so quickly. But not only that, but I, I just love that it was it was um, squad base. Like that would have that would have fixed it for me. Go on. So sorry, I'm gonna
2: I'm gonna yeah. throw I'm gonna throw an idea out there to see if anybody I'm else. I'm gonna try to it. catch it. Okay. Um. So there's a too part far too of me far. Ah, damn it. For Warzone that that makes so with what you were saying about the on the trailer being kind of like squad based i think that would be cool for them to do kind of like an apex to to start out with being different in the sense of it's more squad based than starting off with solos but i think one thing that would be cool is if what if warzone wasn't a traditional battle royale like last man standing mm. 100, 100 people and like a countdown but more it's a giant map like just in general and every, like Basically what I'm what I'm thinking about is there's several different battles going on at any given time mm-hmm. on the map and mm-hmm. it's not like okay he killed this person he killed this person now it's down to a few where it's more like a kind of try to survive like what if it's like a ground war mixed with a battle royale if that makes kind of sense like
1: yeah, so I think there is actually like a respawn system, but the respawn system is you get queued into what's called the gulag. It's a prison, and you have to one v one to get Interesting. out.
0: Interesting. And you
1: and the others. So there's a plunder system where you it, it basically like almost like Counter Strike, where you have so much money Ooh. to be able to purchase certain things, and you can bet your plunder on who you think's gonna win. And then apparently this is all leaked, by the way. So apparently there's another possibility that. There could be Ooh. a jailbreak where everyone who's in the everyone who's in the one v one gulag who's waiting in the queue just gets broken out and then you just Dude. have to run and find weapons. Like
0: that would how be how crazy. Uh,
1: that's is that what concept? battle
0: royales need to do, you know, and we're gonna get into it later on in the show, but like that's why I'm really excited for a certain battle royale, because like when you break away from the mold and you do something interesting, that's why Apex was freaking awesome. Because it did something, yeah. it did something it's different. Yeah, you know, zip lines, redeploys, respawns, like it did all that stuff.
1: No, no, no. Uh, no no fall down. No fault. I, oh, yeah. Right?
0: <laughs> like just being able to go off a mountain and be like, <laughs> dink, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that's what yeah. they need to do. So, I would yeah. hope that that's one hundred percent true, honestly, because. I, you just you need an excuse to get away from your nor, quote-unquote normal Battle Royale. Like, if you're into Battle Royales, you have that Battle Royale that you always go back to. Obviously, for us, Apex Legends. We'll play the other ones because... I mean, for for us, it's because we have content to do. <laughs> but, like, we'll yeah. play the other ones just to check them out, to see, you know, what's different and everything. But we'll always go back to that that other one. So if anything... You know, I felt like so many were just okay with coming out and being a battle royale. Really perfect example is Blackout and Firestorm. Those both are good battle royales, but they just don't do that much to really make me go, okay, I have to go back to that. You know, Call of Duty. Yeah, you have like the raid. You have um, you have Nuketown. You know, you have these like classic uh, Treyarch maps that are on the Battle Royale um, map. But that's not what's getting me back over and over again. It's like new and innovative ways of playing. You know, and I mean like something like that where like I have a chance to get out, but like I have to one v one somebody. Like that seems cool.
2: You know, and. Yeah. And personally, I, I think that there's also comes down to polish as well for some. So, like, for me, I think one of the things that I don't like about the Blackout map, especially like after not playing it for a while, is it seems so visibly cookie cutter. Mm, like, it feels yeah, like each okay. part of the map isn't blended in. Whereas, for if the map that we see at the end of the season two trailer is a glance at the map, mm-hmm. everything looks like it's a, like, Apex almost like to put it into it like it's a full built world right, that it's not right. just like you've got oh hey look there's nuketown hey there's right. this you know it looks like a fleshed out world so that man like have you do you know what i'm talking about that last scene of the trailer on season two yeah oh, yeah i was i was asking you nick yeah, yeah it's like they they hold on that shot for like at least five yeah. or ten seconds okay. i mean it's it's I'm gonna have huge. to go back
0: and see it then I watched the trailer, but I definitely, I'm definitely, since I'm not a collie, a collie, a collie boy, huh? <laughs> since I'm not a collie boy, like I don't pay attention to that stuff, you know? So, but yeah, I'll definitely have to go back and look at that. All right. We're almost like 30 minutes in. I think it's my turn. Okay. Can I, can I talk okay. now? Okay. All right. Fine, okay. fine. This is what I've been playing. Uh, so first off, I'm still on Warframe, been having a lot of fun with Warframe, um, you know, I, if 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 I've said it once, said it a thousand times, it's free. So why the hell not? You know what I mean? Like, you should definitely try it out. Um, the last time I talked about it, it was basically saying that if you get yourself over that learning curve, um, that's what gets you. That's what stops you from playing. You know, I think if you press like R1 or R. Tr- or what's it called oh, right button on xbox or whatever you bring up your missions and you can go to an actual mission and so you can just go down that main quest over and over again um to get from like one planet to another, you have to get the junction and the junctions. Each junction has like three objectives that you have to do. And some of those are mission based. While as some of them are like, Oh, I have to go to a whole nother planet to get this one unlocked or something. So if you just pay attention to those things, it can be really, but yeah, like I said before, just try it out. It's really cool. Um, One of my buddies I was talking to, he's like, yeah, my friend was talking about it, and he just prefers Destiny. And I'm like, you know what? I get that. I do, because it's, like, the difference between first person and third person. You know, so I get that. Some people just don't like third person. And so they would prefer something like Destiny. Um, And even to the point of, you know, Destiny is free now, so there's a lot of reason to also try out Destiny. Destiny. But, I don't know, there is something about being a ninja and, like, being able to, like, do melee and, and things like that that I really like. But, if I could say the the couple things that make Warframe better are the fact that you can fly around in space. And you can, I'm still working on that. I am st- I need to get the, uh, I still need, I, basically I need to get to Saturn. And when I get to Saturn, I can start farming for, uh farming for something so that I can basically build my dreadnought or my, not my dreadnought, but my, my docking bay. Once I get a docking bay, I can get the rail jack and I can start flying around in space. So I'm still working on that. But um, one of the things I just crafted was uh, they're basically dual Uzis. And so I really like that. I'm leveling those up and everything. I'm, I'm having just a lot of fun with it. So like, it's, it's a really good grind. You know, like, cause I, the moment-to-moment gameplay is just so kinetic, and I think that's one thing. Like, Destiny definitely makes you feel like a badass, um, but yeah, there's just something different about it. Like, being able to slide, double jump, glide in the air—like, you just you you have. Like, there's a difference between feeling like a badass in Destiny and just straight up like a ninja, and you're just like, oh god, like kinetic is the perfect. Word for it because it's so fast, you know. And I I would compare it to like you know, Titanfall and Apex in the sense of you know, the way you just move and the momentum in that is so different. So, but yeah, how many hours of Warframe? Honestly, I don't know, like, it's not a lot because I still haven't unlocked like all the planets, and only recently have I. Actually started playing it on a regular basis. Like before, I would just come in, work a little bit, maybe try to grind something up. But it wasn't like I was not serious. This is the first time I've actually been really serious.
2: Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I get what like when I jumped back into Warframe a couple weeks ago to like because you were talking about it. It took a minute to get used to because I like I barely moved the stick. And it was like, like I was already taken off. I was like, oh my god, (laughs) okay. But but after a while, when you get the hang of it, like it just feels good to like make those combos Mm -hmm. and like hit, get like uh, like it's a lot more satisfying. Like you do feel like a badass in Destiny, but also like that's very kind of tanky a lot of the time. Like you feel weighted. Whereas in uh, Warframe, it's like, I mean, it's the visual interpretation of the. Like that's 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 a good point It's fast paced for sure
0: But uh, another thing I've been playing a lot of um, Is I've been playing with my buddy Kevin And we've been uh, We've been playing Paladins And that's been really fun Um, You know I kind of talked about it a little bit before A couple episodes ago But like this time like my buddy Finally got into it with me so I'm like okay Now I have somebody to kind of main it And we got a pretty good squad going um to the point where we were winning like almost every match. So, yeah, it was wow. really cool. There was a couple and when we lost like it was like, yeah, that was our bad. Like either it was our bad or it was like a weird like one we had two supports and we're like, we don't need two supports, we need more damage. <laughs> And it was so, it was so sucky. So like when, but when we lost, it was like you know, it wasn't like we felt bad because it's like, well, we obviously just suck and we should stop playing the game. It was more like, no, nope, team composition. Team composition is so important in that game. So, for someone who okay. hasn't
1: played the game, um, what would you describe it as? Is it like
0: a free to play <sighs> I, I hate to like, say like, it, but yes. What, how would you word it? It is. I mean right. like I don't But it feels good yeah, and genuine. Like I, I don't like saying that because it's such a sh- it's such a shorthand to say that it's free to play Overwatch. Because it is, and I can admit that, but it also I feel like just saying it's a clone or a free to play Overwatch isn't really doing it justice, you know? And I think the best way I can put it is that uh I think I said this the first time we talked about it, but just in case. Um, But basically, like, the best way I can put it is that, like, anybody who plays Reinhardt, the only difference between one team's Reinhardt and another team's Reinhardt is how those people play. That's it. You know, one could get, one could be better at using Reinhardt. But let's say both of them are the exact same at playing Reinhardt and then you're just at this weird standstill or something like that. You know what I mean? Uh, Versus the closest thing to Reinhardt would be Fernando. Um, My Fernando can be way different than your Fernando. And that's based on two main things, your loadout, which is basically like you have five cards that you can choose from and they all usually have some kind of buff or alteration on each of your skills. So your shield could have more you know, more health to it. Your shield could do something like if you if you block with your shield, I, I think one of them's like if you block a certain amount of damage with your shield, it helps with the cooldowns of your other abilities or something like that. You know? And and so like the way I load my cards out. Can be way different than yours. Not only that, but then the cards themselves, it's like a pick 15. So you have the five cards, and then you have 15 points that you can spread out between them. So then, like, let's say the first level of something is 10%. If I level that all the way up to orange, then it's like 60% or something like that. That's just an example. And so you could still have the exact same card set up as mine, but then I could be focusing on a different one more than you. And so that could still kind of, you know, and then the other one is the purchasables. And those are kind of the things that can really help the moment to moment gameplay because like a really good example is there's a purchasable called bulldozer in that one you do more damage to turrets or deployables. So if I come in and I know that there's a uh, Fernando or a I don't know what to call him. I always call him Tomatoa because <laughs> he's a turtle, even though I know he's a crab in Moana, but <laughs> he's but he he puts up a shield. Like he'll he like puts himself inside his own shell and out comes a shield and he can kind of move around. Um, so if, if I have somebody with a shield or if I have, you know, somebody with a turret or something, um, on the other team, I'll put some points into that so that I make sure that I'm doing more damage to that. Um, and then a good, another good example is if you have somebody who has like an area of effect damage that does really bad, you can put points into resilience so that it affects you less and things like that. So those are like the more kind of gameplay moment to moment things. And the better you do, the more quickly you can unlock those because those are kind of like in Counter-Strike, how each time you die, you can buy certain things. So that's kind of what the purchasables do in Paladins. Um, so, like I said, like there's so much more nuance to Paladins in my opinion, because yeah, you could play Ryan Hart, the exact same as me or in And that's pretty much the only difference is just how you decide to play Reinhardt versus in this one. What not only can you play him different, but you can load him out different. And I like that. I like the customization of it. You know, I can make my, I can make certain characters that aren't necessarily healers into a healer based on the way I have my loadout. So little things like that. Yeah. So, I mean like yeah, it is Overwatch. I mean, that's the shorthand for it, but I feel like the more you play it, it, the more you get into it, you know, um like I guess a good a good way to describe it is the skeleton is Overwatch and it's free to play. But then the meat and the tendons and the skin is what makes it different. Because you can take a lot of what you know from Overwatch, like positioning, team composition, you can take that from Overwatch over to Paladins, and you could probably do a really good job. Other than it's like, oh, this character looks like Reinhardt, but he has a flamethrower, so you have to treat him differently. <laughs> so, you know, but from the very basic, you could, you could do really good on Paladins if you're really good at, at uh, Overwatch. So... Yeah, but I mean like I said I'm not really good at multiplayer games like almost at all like that's that's really the only reason Apex can sometimes get a little grindy for me is because I'm just not that good at it you know versus this I can go in on an actual like against people (laughs) because you can do bots I guess is what I should say but I can go against real people and like I'm we are freaking murdering you know so yeah I mean, that's pretty much it. I'm going to get a little bit more into it when we're talking about Coaching Champions, but that's pretty much it for me. Um, so let's go into this week's game. This week's game is going to be Realm Royale to go along with our Battle Royale. battle royale. So this week, if you can, get on to Realm Royale. I do believe this one is also crossplay. so even if you're on the Xbox, you can play with us and so yeah well that'll be next week's battle royale battle royale so if you have any impressions or anything make sure to write into us on our mailbag on discord or at tx3 productions or at official underscore noob and that's spelled just like the show n e w b all right so let's get on to patch up the ship All right. So just a few things. Um, I mean the biggest like news related thing that I could really find is, uh, dogs have been sighted in apex. So I thought that was kind of cool because at first, like there's been this, like there's been like the mining guy is one of them who have been trying to debunk it or whatever. They're like, it almost looked like somebody was sprinting, but no, I think this is a wolf. Um, but this could be hinting towards Rosie being the new legend because she's the she's lobo basically just like in the revenant trailer where the girl was given the 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 wolf mm-hmm. or whatever i'm like heck yes this lore give me the lore
1: mm-hmm. the lore is so good so good for that like in in the trailer you know the little girl who's handed the the wolf artifact and escapes the fight and then looks yep. so upset. She looks ultra pissed at the end of the video. And Loba is actually yep. Spanish for wolf, so it's genius that they put that that lore in the game. Um, oh man, I did did I uh, did I mention that I, I actually found some possible oh, yeah? abilities for her? Yeah, I don't know if you guys want me to share yeah, that. I don't know if I definitely You've covered before. What? Go ahead. Um, okay, so I have them here. Let me just read them off. So they're, they actually have names, too. I don't know how far these go in the leaks, but um, in the files. So I for quality. So Loba can see through walls and can open up hidden compartments to loot oh. bins. Supply for nice. demand. Okay. So, she, so, so supply for demand. She can hold a button to choose a type of loot and then reveal that that type of loot in the area through walls. So she can like enable what type of loot she wants to find, whether what category it's in. And then she can like see that through walls as her tactical. So the, uh, the, the, her passive is the eye for quality. Um, But she also has multiple, like there's, it, it was weird when Revenant came out and I read his, uh, leaked abilities. Um, he had an extra one. He had like an, a knife or something, right? Like his his right, uh, right. his melee, and that was also like one of the leaked abilities. But the the other three are yeah. So the the hold for the type of loot, the burglar's best friend, which is you throw a disc and you can teleport oh, yeah, cool. to that location, which is cool right, for like right. getting away from a fight, evading. And then the last one is the coolest one: black market boutique. Place a device that can steal. Oh, all that's mobility. right! So, I remember hearing about that now. So you can—you don't have to stand in front of something. You can just yeet over some sort of device mm-hmm. or something, and then take that loot. Yeah. from and the I bin. Think and I think—and then, if be I remember safe. correctly,
0: I think it works on somebody if they have a gun equipped. It'll steal it out of their hand. So then they have to go to their like oh. their secondary. <laughs> I don't know if that's, that's still. amazing. I do not know Still that. something, or if they've play tested it and ah, that's too op. Let's take that out. But I remember hearing about yeah, that. Like, yeah. and I'm like, oh dude, that would suck. But also, like, that's a good alt because. But for yeah. Right. Around like, well, I mean, it's oh, it would be nuts. good because like, logically, you could steal somebody's gun, but you might not be able to go pick it up yourself. So it's really just about getting it out of their hands. It might not necessarily be about. Stealing it for yourself because usually by the time your ult is um, charged, you probably already fully kitted yourself. I mean, if, as long as you're good at the game, you know. So I, there's a good chance that really the only reason to get it out of their hands is to have that kind of momentary like, oh crap! Like they have to switch over. Maybe maybe there's an animation where they look at their hands and then pull out their next weapon or something to kind of give you like a two second stun essentially. So she's basically
2: a sticky, sticky bandit. Yep. It's her ultimate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is that is cool. That, that is, uh, the as far as her like powers and, and like, leaked abilities. I haven't seen that, but I think that that would make kind of like whenever Watson was first in, introduced, it kind of gave a different mm, dynamic mm-hmm. to the game and kind of made it to where hey, mm-hmm. you now have a viable option for fortifying yep. for like you know hey, you know this is and so if that's the case, that's kind of like almost like a thief type character, um, kind of the way you were describing the ability. So that would be cool to have someone maybe as fast paced as something like Octane, but can sneak around a little bit more and have a little bit more stealth element to it. I think that'd be a fun dynamic to uh, play around with. For sure. sure.
0: Another thing is when they made the update for season four, they also kind of switched some things around. I thought this was interesting. I'd like to hear your guys' impressions. The uh, L-Star which used to be a gold weapon. You could only get in supply drops. It's now switch spots with the devotion. And so not only that, but now it's 100% temperature based. So instead of having the clip that you have to, you know, and temperature, you only have to worry about the temperature. So you can have like four, 400 energy bullets for instance and as long as you keep your temperature in check you could just keep shooting 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 without having to reload Um, and then the devotion itself is now just basically a gold version of that devotion so it has the barrel attachment it has I think it has like a times two radical it has the charge ability where it charges up the fire faster so yeah what are your impressions start with overtaker so the Devo is
1: now an OP weapon, and no wonder it's <laughs> right? in a care package because a 54 mag, 162 ammo, like that's yep. that's what three clips worth of with the turbocharger and mm-hmm. a two times hollow on it, which is like probably one of the better like because you yeah, can still definitely. use it up close, right? It's one of those uh, one of those guns, but I, I feel like the L-Star nerf, like the the like the DPS dropped. The rate of fire dropped, and and the cooldown on it, like it was a cool gun to pick mm-hmm. up early game, but I never ran it after seeing five squads mm-hmm. left on the map. Like yeah. by the time my loadout consisted of that, by that time my loadout, legit, I'm not lying, consisted of throwables and heals o- yeah. uh, like over the L star. Like I would drop the L star and I would drop all my attachments and everything, <laughs> and I would just carry healables, and 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 throwables, nice. and and run that. Uh, I, I, but the Devo is nuts. I've 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 gotten a couple of sweet wins with it mm-hmm. being Endgame, but uh, I, I, I I rather enjoy the Switch. Because uh, I already thought it was kind of an ov- overpowered gun, but now it's it's worth being an overpowered gun because it's 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 an obvious
0: statement now yeah. that it comes out of the
1: care package.
0: It was also weird and, that like the I don't know, star, for instance, only came with a certain amount of ammo. Not only did you have to reload it, but you did have yeah. to watch your temperature. Now, before when the when the when you had to worry about the temperature, I want to say it was like maybe ten to twelve shots, and you were starting to overheat. Now, I tried it out in the firing range. Uh, if you fire nonstop, you get at least 25 rounds out of the L-Star before before it'll overheat. So that's good. As long as you regulate your heat, you can go on indefinitely.
2: Yeah, I, I'm glad you said that about the Devotion, because like, when you were saying that right off the bat, I was like, I don't know why they did, because I never used the Devotion. <laughs> now, granted, I never got to use the—I like. I never picked up the L-Star. I just— it's just a gun that I, I didn't mm-hmm. physically come across myself. Um, but it's interesting that it, is it because of a recent like buff that they gave it and then now they're like oh hey well hey let's well, just swap it out and I mean swapping out for the L star mm-hmm. for current drops like makes sense because like it's that that gun's been gold for yeah. a while let's like maybe tweak it yeah, and put th- it into Yeah I regular mean rotation. I like
0: the switch up because it's a gold version of the devotion you have a stock on it you have the barrel on it Keeping control of it, even at full, like, fire rate, is actually way easier than keeping control of the L-Star. So for that reason, it makes it a huge DPS beast. And it also just, like, you can't do it long range by any means, but, I mean, you really couldn't do it long range before anyways. So, yeah, I mean, it just makes it... uh, When I was trying out in the, uh, the fire range, once again, like, keeping control of that was fairly easy as long as you kept it like center mass like the the natural inertia of it would make it super easy to get headshots (laughs) because as long as you're Mm -hmm. regulating the you know down and up everything like really easy to get some headshots in that way from a certain range obviously
1: and insane. the rate of fire was insane. It's got freaking overcharge uh, th- already on it. <laughs> so, so what they did is, I don't know if you guys noticed this, but they they took out
0: the turbocharger. Oh, they charger. did. I guess uh, I didn't realize up. that.
1: Yeah. So it's you can't even add it to the to the havoc anymore. And I think that that gun is kind of useless yeah. now. And I, I, I really hope that it just kind of goes away. Um, the the energy weapons used to be so overpowered, and now that they just they just kind of dropped them. They nerfed everything about the DPS and the rate of fire, and 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 so like. The turbocharger's gone. The skull piercer was gone last season, I think. Like, the, just uh, even the, what was the other one? Not the hammer point, but there yeah, was a Disruptor round, yeah. They're gone, too. Um, but, like, the turbocharger just got thrown on the right. Gold Devo, right? It's on the Gold Devo, but it's nowhere else. And I, I think that because they removed that turbocharger and they removed the extended max mm-hmm, for the energy mm-hmm. ammo. They removed all that they're kind they of useless are. weapons now uh, right in my in my opinion um uh i i i like to run um the 99 or the 301 um uh over just over any of those guns and i'll take one gun i'll take an r99 with no other gun <laughs> if i have to because i'll drop i'll drop it because the swap the weapon swap between an energy weapon is insane it's it, it's it's too it's too long it takes way too long to swap between some of these weapons um but i think it has a lot to do with uh what mm. you have on it like what stocks you have i think that has something to do with it i remember hearing about it during the whole king's canyon season two season one um fiasco but like apparently like the stabilizers and i remember listening to the to this chat uh, a while back thinking like remember we had the whole heavy ammo and light ammo light ammo did more headshot damage or he- heavy right. ammo slowed you down like we all thought that they meant something and i don't know they if they it. actually did like
0: basically all bullets slow you down but, a little bit but that's it like and that sucks because that was something yeah. we reported on. And when it ended up being false, it was just like, well, what the heck? Like it made sense. Like the only thing is that sense, like for sure. light ammos do normally fire faster. So maybe that's where it came from when people were testing it out or something. But yeah, I was, yeah, I, I, I like the change. I think it's, I think it's really interesting. I think it's basically just, it's a way to kind of, change up the meta in a really interesting way. Um, Unfortunately, unfortunately it's bad for the, the uh, energy weapons. Cause yeah, I totally didn't even notice. I hate the havoc so much since it's been introduced that like, I don't even pick it up. So me, I didn't even notice that the overcharge was gone. (laughs) So yeah. Interesting. I like it. I like it. They did change. They
1: did change it so that all the energy ammo is now 30 rounds. Um, before it overheats, instead of twenty. So I think some guns were twenty. I think they actually the L Star was was twenty, wasn't it, or thirty? Twenty or thirty before it overheated, and then they changed it. Uh, and then they give you um, like two. I think, I think more more in the clip. I guess when you pick up ammo now, it's not, it's not. Um, 20, it's 30 rounds that you pick up. Right. Like so, Small little intricacies like that. But, uh, yeah, I'm not about energy weapons, really. Uh, apart from the, the Devo, which is gold. Yeah. Like, gold weapons are cool, but I'm, I'm well, not I, mean, I I'm feel not like now it. I'm much more likely no. to
0: pick up the Devo at all. Like, I would even say, now that they swapped it with the LSAT, like, I would see the LSAT, and I'd be like, oh, yeah, maybe if I just feel like some fun, I would have picked it up. But now, if I see the Devo, like, it's... It's almost a must for me, especially if we're getting towards the smaller circles. Because, like, if I don't have to worry about distance, hell yeah, pick that up! So, um, moving on up, coming soon to TX3, this is kind of just a check in. If you'd like to go to our YouTube or if you just want to see the audio version, you can go to Threat X3 Cast and you could just have the audio version of it. Um, I'm gonna do the first 10 rounds and then what that taught me so hunt showdown first 10 rounds and what it taught me uh then coming up uh, i saw sonic so i'd like to do a review on that so check that out that'll be out soon as well so then let's keep it moving with coaching champions All right, so first up, I thought it would be nice to talk about paladins a little bit more, but get into a little bit more detail. Uh, Basically, what class is best for you? Um, So there are kind of MOBA-esque, you know, damage, frontline, flank, and support. And so figuring out what works best for you is kind of basically what play style works best for you. Not only that, but you got to figure out what playstyle you like and stick to it. Cause like, for instance, a really good example is we had a ruckus. He is a support character or sorry, he is a frontline character. So he needs to be in the frontline and he's soaking up a lot of the damage. Well, we had a ruckus the other day, funnily enough, the match that we lost, <laughs> but for some reason that ruckus wanted to be a flank and he wanted to go on to the sides of the map and try to flank around that's not what you do with a frontline it's called frontline for a reason <laughs> so figuring out what class best works for you is really important because not only do you need to find out what class works for you um but you also need to find out what class is going to work best for the team so if somebody if everybody's damaged That's not going to be good team composition. So damage is obviously... Those are the people who do the most DPS. Um, You want to stick to the center lane for the most part. But also help out your flanks whenever they need help out. Um, Not only that, but you should stay back a little bit. You shouldn't necessarily be in the front line. Even if you're playing like Siege or something like that and you have the payload moving, you shouldn't necessarily be the front line because you're still a bit squishy. Um, The exact opposite of squishy is the front line. The front line is obviously you are the guy, you are the tank, you are soaking up all the energy. Um, most frontlines have some kind of a shield ability, which will give you extra shield. Maybe when you're low on, low on health, it'll give you a boost of shield or something. Um, but not only that, but a lot of your abilities do also have something to do with staying alive. So whether it be like ruckus where he has a shield emitter and then as other, ability is a advance which basically you can get out of the way or you can get into the action and get a little bit more dps going but the frontline it's very important especially if you're paying siege and you're taking over an area it's very important for your frontline to really like get a lot of aggro on him um and then hopefully if you have a good support that's you know, healing a lot. That front line is going to be there the entire time, and get that point taken over for you. Um, so then, yeah, support. You need a really good support. If you're a support character, get to know how you heal. You know what I mean? Because that's really what support is for. It's for healing. Figure out how do you heal. Is it do I point at somebody and you know wave at them, or is it a ground thing? So I have to throw like a pip throws a flask and so it's a little area of effect that heals people so you need to figure out how am i supporting how does i how do i heal people uh furia is my favorite uh, support, uh, hers is more direct. I have to actually look at somebody and then L2 to heal them. So it's a lot more direct. It's not like an area of effect, but by healing them, I also heal myself. It's really cool. Um, so, but you need to figure out how am I supporting, um, supports are almost always back of the line. You know, you should either be hanging out behind frontline or behind a damage hang out behind somebody keep them alive is basically your objective you still can do a lot of damage you could still get out some give out some punishment but your objective is to heal people that is your objective flank almost always has abilities that do a ton of damage but they are very squishy so you do your big damage dealer and then get out of there that's why they're the flank characters you're on the left lane or right lane you're on the sides you do your damage and then you book out so I mean, that is a character you don't want to be in the front line. You want to be the shadowy character. You're the rogue. You're the stealthy character. You're on the sides. You're finding a good angle, and you're exploiting it. And so that's really good. A really good way of figuring out each character in each class is to go to the shooting range. And so there it gives you a bunch of characters that you can just shoot at. Obviously, you can try out all your abilities, and you can try out all the different purchasables and what will work for you and it's really good not only that but the loadout is very important because like i said you could turn a tank into you know even more of a tank or you can turn them into a little bit of a healer depending on what you have and so trying out all the different variations of the loadout you know maybe have two or three of them that are different from each other try them out in the shooting range and figure out what works best for you And I mean, that's kind of all we're going to talk about for Paladins this time. We'll get into maybe more characters later on, but that's all I have for Paladins.
2: Um, and then for Call of Duty because of season two coming out, I thought it'd be a really good time to talk about some tips and tricks for rust. Now there's a couple that I'm going to cover, but what I'm actually going to do and we'll leave a, a link in the description down below is there is a really good video. Um, I'm looking up to see the youtuber by the name of technically Wild who did like a extremely in-depth of hey, this is the spawns, this is the map balances like do this and you'll it was primarily tar- targeted towards like doing challenges. And another thing that's great about rust like shipment is they're very challenge based maps. They can be so chaotic and a lot more, you know, tight because they're smaller maps than the other. So it's very easy to get these challenges done. Um, So the one thing to point out the uh, typical challenges, most people have the hardest time with, because they actually take time to do are mounted kills as well as long range. Now, Long range, you're not going to get, or long shot, you're not going to get for rust. Um, But one tip that uh, I've seen used quite a lot is on rust, immediately, no matter where you spawn, whether it's at the back where the pipes are or the front where the ramp is, run up there. So if you're running up the ramp, go up, and then the only point that you need to worry about as far as the spawns go is to your immediate right, where they'll come around that corner there. So once you have that, what you're wanting to do is get to the very top of the map. So you can either get the mounted kills that you're looking for by uh, looking at any of the specific spawns um, or the crouch. The crouch is going to be very easy because obviously, you know, you're you're up there. But um, that's kind of one of the one of the main ones that I had seen people using. And just in general. Rust does not have as nearly chaotic spawn system as uh, shipment does. Of course, it does depend on the mode. Um, but what's nice about Rust is if you spawn on the like front left of the map if we're looking at it in that way you know that they spawned on the exact opposite of you so that has been the consistent part about russ is the the sponsor at least that now like i said when it comes to like tdm or kill confirmed there's a lot of times where someone will spawn you know under where the the derrick is i guess would you consider that a derrick like a like a derrick or like an oil derrick i mean it's kind Mm -hmm. of like the the oil structure yeah Um, they might be spawning under there um kind of where in that little culvert area is but um
1: i hate spawning at those containers between the two containers it's right in the open on the far i guess if you're facing yeah it's kind of hard um to explain where like the map but um in the far far right side there's this area where there's two containers and just an open spot and every single time I spawn there and I die yeah. immediately from crossfire.
2: Yeah, the, the problem every that time. I have a lot of the time when it comes to the spawn is like the area on the back left of the map um, right under where the pipe is. Like it either if I spawn there, I'm either getting killed at someone yeah, yeah. by someone who is just directly in front of me or someone who's spawned over by the containers. And it's yeah. like it, it never, never fails. Um, so now... With Rust being the new map introduced, what has been your experience so far, as far as the general enjoyment or you know layout of the map?
1: So, I actually haven't played a lot of season two. So, because uh, I was just kind of getting back into, I, I was really really hooked on Apex and I was hooked on the forest. So, um, when season two came out for Call of Duty, I was kind of just mm-hmm. slowly getting back into Fortnite too. So I didn't really, I played like one or two games and I think I played one or two rusts and that's it. So I don't really have a lot of experience with rust, but I will say that I was getting spawn killed quite a bit on one side of the map and I was just playing, uh, I think it was just TDM. I think it was just regular, no or no, sorry, it was Domination. I was playing Domination. And I was just getting absolutely destroyed by one part of the map. And uh, I found that I was playing with, with people, even though it was Rust all 24-7 or whatever, I, I was just getting destroyed by people. And uh, I don't consider myself um, uh, a, a god at the game, but I don't consider myself um, utter trash <laughs> either. I kind of fall in the category of like mm-hmm. just not being a noob, you know? Um, but I, uh, you know, I can I can typically run like a a, a, a a positive KD, and I barely made it on on that uh, on on maps like that. It just shipment and 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 rust are a huge coin flip when it comes to um, doing well. Like, cause if you're really if you're just getting killed, spawn killed, I, I find that you're, you're the momentum just just diminishes for for like and the the energy just goes down because if you're constantly just getting killed at the same spot and you load in and then a nade comes like just sticky nades all the time Uh, that's what i was getting killed by so but in terms of like how i feel about the map and like the the recreation of the map i think it's i think it's better i think they've done a good job at making it um a little bit more uh appropriate to not getting killed and ttk is kind of insane on maps like that and i think that the time to kill used to be even worse on the old map especially with like the load yeah i can
2: right but what's funny is i guess because it's the one we're playing but shipment and russ almost feel like it's worse shipment in particular is for a fact worse that i can say yeah Um, oh no hands down that's just like the fact of if you're playing domination or even headquarters and the headquarters or the b flag is in the middle of the map, you will spawn there. Like I have, it's it's yeah. insane. Oh, yeah. But yes, you are right. Yeah. The, t- uh, the TTK for Modern Warfare Two is actually a lot less than this, um, which I thought was surprising. Yeah. I thought it was the exact opposite, but no. But I get what you're saying about Rust. Now, did you play that first first day it came out, or shortly uh, after?
1: I think it was either or like later that night, possibly, or it was the day after. Uh, I can't recall my schedule, but I know I was working. Um, so when it came
2: out, okay. But I think they uh, did do some balances yeah. because I did the same thing, and I was it oh, was like good. oh my god, I don't I don't like this. And then I jumped back in and was actually having a lot of fun, and it was more chaotic than the standard multiplayer suite but not as much as shipment so it was a nice balance um but one of the things I've actually come across uh, Mm. which this is a good kind of just general fun tip not necessarily like a coaching but um headquarters on rust extremely fun extremely fun because it's so much um Uh tighter in a way than (laughs) shipment uh based on the spawns alone I knew you were gonna I knew you were gonna laugh um Hmm. it's like you know exactly where they're gonna go each time and every time it's like a i mean it is campy for sure but i think that's kind of the point of headquarters in general in, in a lot of ways but i just had a lot of fun with that and i typically don't play headquarters see that's the so one thing i, I would, can
0: finally kind of chime in about like i would say since like early early call the Duty days i've never been into headquarters when i was playing uh when I, when I did play Call of Duty, it was... De- or Modern Warfare, should I say. When I did play Modern Warfare, it was during its beta. And suddenly I liked Headquarters. Like, suddenly Headquarters was, like, the only game I really wanted to play. And I think it's just because of their design and the way they, they had it going. The way the maps were. So, like, personally me, Headquarters is now one of my top games that I that i really like to play because i think it was just came down to the fact that like i didn't really get it like why why can't you respawn once you but you know once i got Mm -hmm. into it i'm like okay no i kind of like that so
1: and you can farm weapons very easily in hardcore because it it, or sorry headquarters because it it can it takes Mm -hmm. forever Mm -hmm. for some of the games to end Right? they can last like almost 20, 20 minutes so you can really farm weapons that you kind of want to mess around with but you know you want to get to a level where you can put hollows on and you can put you know the proper attachments that you want to to progress
0: yeah so that so. is our coaching champions for today if you guys have any tips and tricks that you would like to share with us and get on the show let us know on at official underscore noob 3 productions at gmail.com. All the other different ways. Those always are in the description as well, so if you don't want me to keep saying it, you could just look there. (laughs) Let's get on to our other topics and stuff. Let's get on to Battle Royale. Battle Royale. Okay, so this week's Battle Royale, Battle Royale, VR, VR, BB VR is Fortnite. Yeah. So just as a reminder, the topics to be judged on, we can go all the way from one to 10, are art style slash visuals, mechanics, weapons slash loot system, onboarding fun factor. And there will also be extra credit. Now the extra credit can be as many as we want. So if we want 10 items and each of them are worth one point, then we can do that. But we just can't go over 10. Alright? So let's get into it. So. First up is art style slash visuals. So what do we think about the art style? Obviously, this one's way more cartoony. So like PUBG, like they wanted to maybe go realistic looking. They were going for more of a simulation look. Whereas okay. this one is clearly just, hey, let's have some fun, kiddos.
2: Now, I do think this is an important thing to bring up. When we're talking about Fortnite, are we talking about including current state of chapter two or Fortnite in a capsule. I would assume it would be incorporating chapter two. uh,
0: I think in general, you know, I mean, obviously what we have to go off of right now is what's going on with chapter two. You know, if it's something relevant, you can bring it up Mm -hmm. in each of the topics, but otherwise, Mm -hmm. yeah, we kind of just going by what it is. Yeah.
2: Okay.
1: I think, I think like with, the art style and visuals like being the first uh topic um it it's kind of relevant with chapter two that they brought in a new Mm -hmm. gameplay engine Mm -hmm. and now new physics right so the the characters look a bit different there's you know shading and and textures are different um like shadows like i mean obviously some of this can be taken off from pc it's it's a bit of a different uh different blend but with in terms of like uh, you know shading and, and even just like general mechanics, the UI, the font, everything has sort of just slowly started to change, and um, I think it's for the better. I, I think that um, especially what they did with the UI, uh, it's a lot cleaner, mm. it's a lot easier on the eyes, and they add, they've added so many cool things um, to mm-hmm. like the mechanics that we'll we'll kind of discuss later. But I think it's just appealing to all ages. Yeah, the demographic is massive, and that's the whole point: is that it's it's not yeah. it's not meant to be the most and gorgeous I think game out there. Because of that,
0: it's really this not, might be more of a mechanics you know? type of thing. So I'll bring it up again during mechanics. But I do feel like its art style does lend itself to just be a lot smoother to play as well. And I feel like visually, like unless you have motion mm-hmm. blur turned on or something. Visually, it's just a really good looking game. And because of its visual style, for instance, things that are further away are a lot easier to see because a really good example would be like something like PUBG or H1Z1, whereas things that are further away, they can just straight up pop in. And it's because of the processing power that it takes to process mm-hmm. those "quote unquote" realistic-looking trees versus the draw distance, yeah, yeah. Versus this, it's very cartoony, and it lends itself to not take up so much processing power. Thinking, is that a tree? Is it a bush? You know. And so instead of it wasting all its processing power on that, it's this nice, cute art style, and I feel like my draw distance is. so... So much better, and I, I do feel like that it does have a little bit to do with the mechanics. But overall, visually, I can see so much further.
2: So that's kind of why I was bringing it up because with Chapter Two mm-hmm. um, inclusion of that, that honestly ranks it a lot higher for me. Yeah. I think Fortnite mm-hmm. has now also has now established it. Uh, it's look synonymous with something like Borderlands. When you think about cell shading, the first thing you think about is Borderlands. Um, So with this, what they've done for chapter two with the new engine and kind of the basic polish of the new look, I can go, that looks like Fortnite you know and which i think is i think is a good i think as an industry it's an industry standard at that point yeah you know and and you're right the draw distance it, it, they also do what i think is so great about and that's something i loved about like breath of the wild for example mm-hmm, mm-hmm. came out on the switch switch is not as powerful as a console as ps4 and xbox one but yet that game looked stunning whether on a tv or in handheld mode and it's because of the art style and and the animation you know a lot of times and with this it, fortnite looked Good mm-hmm. Season one or, or chapter one looked yeah. good, but it also did look like prototype in a lot of the way. Like, you know, we're playing around with these assets in the engine. Of course, it got more polished and better, but this now is like, okay, yeah. like this is Fortnite. This looks like Fortnite.
1: Wait, do you oh, mean it, oh, looked it looked like, like a beta? beta? That's what uh, I was, yeah, that's what I was going with it.
0: Just a bunch of beta males in here. Do you mean it's still... Early, oh my god, that's a negative Fortnite. right there, but let's not get into that. Um, uh, <laughs> but yeah, and I, I also feel like that's the distinguishing for this topic, at least. That's the distinct, it's art style and visuals. If we we're going by visuals, then you could be, oh, it looks stupid or whatever, but that's not really what we're judging. We're judging whether or not this looks good and it looks. And it fits its aesthetic, and I think that's something that it's always constantly done, is that it's fit, it's it's established its aesthetic, and it's stuck to it. It's goofy, it's zany, and that's okay, because that's what it's supposed to be. But not only that, it executes it flawlessly in a lot of ways. Because like when something else comes into the game, it looks really good. You know, does it always handle good? You know, is the balancing always good? Maybe, you know, sometimes it takes them a while to nerf and buff and everything. But as far as the way it looks, I really feel like that's where they they get a lot for me. Um, there are certain things like, you know, like maybe... I don't like how some, some of the guns reload, so the animations... <laughs> Sometimes it's just like, why are you still doing stuff like that? Why are you doing the things you do? But that's like so minor. I'm not even sure it really detracts that much. That's just something that's very nickpicky for me. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna start scoring it. So, uh, overtaker, what would your score, one to ten?
1: So, because it fits the aesthetic and it pleases um, your eyeballs. You know, just such an a, such a massive demographic. I'm I'm going to give it a high score. I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10 because it fits exactly, it fits exactly mm-hmm. in the pocket. It does what it's supposed to do. It's simple. It's still fun, it's still exciting. People still play the game regardless if the graphics look, you know, like a potato right, right. at times. But like you don't get the same garbage um mm, rendering that yeah. you do in like a game like PUBG. Yep. Like you just don't. You just don't get those the those I mean i've had the issue sometimes where you've tried to to drop and as you're dropping you don't see you just see mm-hmm, pixels mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. you don't see but it is very rare now in chapter two i think that they've had enough time to really um balance out the uh, out the visuals and the art style with the gameplay and uh and it and it works i i i truly i'm i'm gonna okay. give it an eight
2: nate honestly i think i'm gonna give it a nine to be honest. Um, really, because okay. the, I, with what I stated, I think being kind of the main focus on that is like the look of chapter two. I can now go, that looks like Fortnite. You know, I can re- like if a game looks similar to that, I'd be like, "Oh, that looks like Fortnite." You know, it, it, it's setting itself apart in that way, um, and just the fact that Fortnite okay. in general was a good contrast between PUBG because there were two completely different art styles, but the fact that they went in more and just basically cleaned up and gave more texture and just made it in general. When I played my first round from Fortnite after like five months, was in Chapter Two, and I visibly could notice a difference. Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Oh my god!" Like this looks better, like everything looks like clearer. It looks like a polished like triple A game. I mean it really does. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. so I'm not gonna give it a ten because you know, since it is still in early access, you do have those kind of um, you know, dropouts when it comes to quality in some instances. But overall I'm I thoroughly in, enjoy it still. So I, I'm gonna give it a nine personally.
0: Yeah. So I mean being the tiebreaker, I think we're gonna go nine as well because Like, it's certainly not perfect, and it might not be something I prefer. Like, I'd prefer something that looked a little bit more realistic or something. But at the same time, when we're talking about just from a visual standpoint, the fact that, you know, like, you don't see, like, a lot of pop-in you don't see a lot of texture issues. Now, granted it's because those textures are super basic, but that's kind of besides the point. When you can have a game and the closer you get to something, it's just like pop in, pop in more textures, more textures. And it's just so noticeable. It does kind of bring you out of the experience. Now, you could say that being a cartoon, it brings you out of the experience because you know it's not real. But at the same time, it's still so much easier to immerse yourself in this cartoony world because of how smooth everything is. So, I mean, I feel like Nine is a good spot for it because it's not perfect. But what it does, it does really good. You know, obviously we're not just talking about, is it the most realistic? Is it the most photo real? We're just talking about the art style itself. So I feel like it definitely deserves it, you know? All right, so then moving on up to the mechanics. So this is gonna be how the game feels. Not necessarily how like a shotgun feels or how an assault rifle feels, but does it feel like an assault rifle? Does it feel like a shotgun? When I jump, does it feel natural? When I when I do certain things? So we're talking about the mechanics itself. So uh, overtaker, go ahead and start it off. So
1: for the mechanics, I think it's kind of a little bit intimidating at first. When I first started playing this game, um, this was oh god. Chapter one, season yeah. three. That's a long yeah. time ago. That's two years ago. Um, it was intimidating to learn um, about the, the the separation of building and then the separation mm-hmm, of shooting. Mm-hmm. There, they were separate entities that became one so quickly. Like, talk about having to hit a button, to jump into a build menu, to edit through a cone, to retake Um, high ground to swap out to your shotgun pop a blast switch back jump back into the fight you know like there was so there's so much to it like building has become such an integral part of this game that even if you hit your shots there's still so much more to it that you'll need uh to master for me i'm no bob the builder but i can messy my way through a couple of (laughs) 90s to take high ground Uh if i can but yet it's still about the balance of shooting Uh and building there's so much more to it, and I think this game really adds uh, adds this uniqueness to it, um, in, in terms of like being a battle royale and 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 having these cartoonish guns that you know have bloom. What? <laughs> how? Uh, how on earth can a game introduce bloom, and and everyone's okay with it? Like how how does that uh-huh. even work? How can you shoot? Chew- four shots out of an AR and maybe one hits when the target is yeah. dead. Like, how does that work? Like how, like uh, we're not playing star Wars, you know, like it, it just doesn't make sense to me. You know, we're not using, we're not using laser weapons. It's, it's a, it's a regular weapon and I don't understand. I'm to, th- I'm going to take it to my grave. I think bloom's ridiculous and it should never be added to a mm. video game, but it gives, it gives the, on the other hand, it gives the, um, the the un, the enemy or the the other player just a chance mm. a chance that you're not going to just aimbot them yeah out of the air or out of the sky but so to wrap up like the mechanics I think they're super unique I think that it's fresh I think that it added so much it created so much of an avenue for battle royals mm-hmm. now I mean so many people are copying this game so many companies are are trying to create the next you know Fortnite. Um, and I think apex gave them a huge run for their money and they, they truly woke up when they realized what they were missing because apex was Mm -hmm. taking over Mm -hmm. at the time and, uh, them adding all sorts of animations, adding the respawn vans, uh, just, it, it, it gave it so much more life again. Uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm very, very critical and, um, I'm tough on games, and I'm gonna give this an eight because I, I think it's I think it's up there. I think the mechanics are great. i'm I'm an average player, but I truly think that that adding that dynamic of have being able to defend yourself with a build is is important. If you can't shoot, if you're not good at shooting, but you can build, like you can still out out uh, you can just outplay mm-hmm. someone by being able to build sometimes. And I think that that's kind of neat. And yeah,
2: I'm gonna give it an eight. All right, Nate. So I'm going to share a lot of similar sentiments on that, but more specifically, I think when it comes to mechanics, the thing that can't be can't can't be stressed enough is the fact of how the building was incorporated into the general gameplay itself. You know, it wasn't mm-hmm. like. Uh, cause I remember when I first was going to start playing Fortnite, I was like, okay, I, I wonder how they're going to do this. And it wasn't like you had like, it wasn't a cumbersome menu to build and then to go through inventory and shoot. Like it's all relegated to, it's designed for a controller, basically. That's the best way to put it. Um, that, that would be, I think an easy, easy way to say that it, it handles well. But one thing that I'm going to say about Apple, and this is not a derogatory term for any other battle Royale or, or anything like that, specifically Apex. I, I care about you. I'm not talking about, it. um, I feel like Fortnite is going to get to the point where they're going to be like Apple in a lot of ways where they see ideas and enhancements to make their overall product better, (laughs) wait, Um. test it, and then implement it and people enjoy it because it's completely polished right out the gate. Um, Mm. And that's why I'm saying I'm not talking bad in the analogy about Apex, but like in particular, like you're talking about the respawn vans and then the ping system, you know, Apex introduced that basically and in a lot of ways and made it a actual good uniform system and so they adapted it and, and you know put it into theirs so adapted is an interesting word for steel but go on it is but that's the that's that's the politically <laughs> snipe legal term that's the legal term, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the legal term. Um, but but yeah everything <sighs> the main mechanic itself the combination of the building and the shooting that it works so well together and you can watch an experienced player Almost like they're playing the piano. I mean, so masterfully, like, go from building a two story thing at the same time of covering their own ass and, you know, trying to shoot anyone else on their, like, that's coming at them. It, I, I don't have that ability. I can either shoot or I can build. I can't do both at the same time. So, uh-huh. you know, mm. as far as score goes, I'm going to say the same. I'm going to say it's an eight. Um, I think that the mechanics of it are are really are really good and what they try to do, but the the most important thing I think that fits Fortnite is the fact of how well and, and combined both of those two completely different gameplay styles mesh together. Mm, okay. Um,
0: see this is this is hard, so I'm gonna I'm gonna save my criticism for a different topic because if we're talking about the mechanics themselves yeah really good mechanics i like the shooting um i do i hate the bloom as well so i feel like that i feel like you guys are being too nice to the bloom because it is because it is something <laughs> that can really affect i screamed I, about the I bloom. i know but at the <laughs> same time you still gave it an eight so it's like you're still saying oh mechanics they're super awesome where i i do feel like that's a uh, I, I feel like it's a bigger deal than really like the fact that like your first shot could miss, like, it's just dumb. Like dumb. Um, it has gotten a lot better, you know, so I there is that for sure. Um, but if we're talking about just the mechanics, the mechanics of running around, the mechanics of um you know, shooting and building, when you get used to them, they're really good. And I feel like you know, if we're talking from a mechanics. Perspective mechanics, a mechanic perspective—they're uh, really good, you know. And they—they're smooth. That's another thing, you know. Just like the art style and just like the visuals, everything's smooth. So I can jump around and I can have a lot of fun with it. And you know, so I—I'll I, save my criticism. I guess I'll go ahead and give it an eight as well. Um, all right. So then, let's get to the weapons and loot system. So now we're actually talking about the weapons themselves and I guess more so the variety and the usefulness of them. You know, is it just a bunch of assault rifles that are basically the same but different skins? Or do they actually have a difference to them? What about the items themselves? What are the items like? You know, so let's start off with Nate this
2: time. So for me, um, I think it gets a lot of points for the deals that they make for like the event stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. because I think like to me, and I could be wrong on this, but like the M four and like the scar rifle, they both feel the same. I mean, one like sound wise is different. So I can tell there's a difference in between, but when it comes down to the core weapons themselves, I think, you know, I enjoy the variety they added, like with the minigun and other things like that. But what I think is so interesting and kind of what sets Fortnite apart in a lot of ways when it comes to weapons is when they do these event type things. So like Birds of Prey was coming out. Harley Quinn had a skin. They didn't do anything in particular with the weapons, but Star Wars is the biggest one that I thought was like a, a game changer because it wasn't just like a skin. You know, you could get skins, but the fact of throughout the map you had lightsabers you could choose from and pick up and they yes. felt great to use It's like yes. it, that, that by itself shows the creative um, power that the de- developers have that they can do, take something like that and put that into something where it doesn't typically belong and it still feels great. So if the weapons and just the kind of in general don't feel like there's much variety, like at this moment, I know they didn't in this in particular when it first, you know, rolled out, that that alone these type of events show promise show like hey we actually know what we're doing in a lot of ways loot system i think feels good um it, it just kind of one of those that just feels kind of natural in a lot of ways it, it doesn't mm. feel forced like i for example blackout i feel feels forced um uh, when it comes to the way you you know get loot and then pick it up you know mm, okay. it, it okay. kind of feels more like just a second nature kind of thing within the game um management's very easy that that i think is a good testament and like a like a rule ruler for battle Royale is if you can easily do everything on a controller and don't wish you had a keyboard or extra space hmm, you know okay. whereas that was a big complaint with others like even with PUBG, is it feels better for the you know the inventory system to pull it up with a mouse and keyboard yes but absolutely I can easily do anything with the controller and i mean i think that speaks a lot of credit to it um ranking wise, I'm going to be in between a seven and an eight. Yep. Um, I might lean more towards seven when it comes to, like I said, not much variety initially. You know, when they added stuff like the Tommy gun, it, you know, it felt good. But the promise of the event weapons and stuff like that and just, you know, the different ways that you play around with it, I think has a lot of potential. So I think I'm going to go seven. Okay.
0: okay. All right. An Overtaker, what, what about you?
2: So I'm going to
1: kind of be very, very, very critical go. with okay. this, go s- this system. Uh, I kind of disagree with almost everything Damn! you said, Nate. No, uh, That's sorry. Totally I don't mind um, being wrong. I hated the lightsabers, they were broken. I got killed three builds away in one match. Like the like the fact that they hit seventy five and you could double hit someone within a second, like they were it was a disgusting weapon that was everywhere in the game. Uh, it it uh, on top of dropping like in these special chests that they took out all the blue chests for the uh, I guess the the silver chests the gold ones. They took out um, all of those chests and they brought in um, these lightsaber oh. chests and then they had every time you'd you'd open a chest it would drop shields as well like there was no point in even if if you had if you saw someone with a lightsaber end game like you were you were just like nah i'm out and then you just you just bail you just take off and one person would have to wrap around the other side in order to kill them because they, you know, you know, they could just block everything. When you can block something with the lightsaber in in an LTM, and then it dealt so much damage when you were close and you couldn't get out of a build because even if you boxed in, you were dead. Because, like I said earlier, I got killed three builds away from the lightsaber. Like how in how on earth this guy got in through everything and killed me is yeah. insane. Also, there's. That's my one quorum about it. Like, there's also no variety in the game right now. They vaulted almost every Mm -hmm. weapon and brought it back to... to simplicity which I get because they've got something coming something is down yeah. the pipelines where they're adding slowly starting to 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 add in new guns kind of like they did with chapter one They chapter one like they started with nothing too right and then they added in everything over time but now that we know that there's so much to the game there's so many weapons and so many items and then they vaulted them all like it just it makes it makes all of us miss it and then there's just less variety in gameplay and more about like the building and shooting aspect um that they brought in uh so it's a simple yet unique loot system uh that implemented sort of a standard in rarities and tiers especially with color right um you know you get the common the uncommon the rare epic and uh legendary Mm -hmm. right and and a lot of these games started adding in those colors a lot of the colors started seeming seeming similar right like legendary is gold right or yellow and epic is purple and rare is blue or green you know one of those um but it it just it made it much more simpler for like the littlest soul to pick up Mm -hmm. on right the smallest little kid to play like I i mean 15 year olds are dominating this scene right like 15 year old kids like clicks is destroying like you know 20 30 year olds this game um i think the five slot max um leads a lot of decision making when picking up items like you can't like i like in apex you can just bandage ammo this and that like like you can pick up so much shields you can swap between that healable Uh. item right well you can't with this you got to pick do i take bandies because i'm like running from the storm or do i pick shields up and take damage and then be able to pop shields Uh. later like what do i do you know and it depends on the timing uh the negative aspect i have is that you have to scroll through so many weapons on console like it, for me to know where my shotgun is, I have to keep it in a slot and I have to go back and forth between that. Um, so I think that's pretty, pretty gross. But uh, the, the, one, the one thing that I'll have to say about like learning the loadout is that I have a specific way that I operate it and I'll explain it. So like my first from left to right, one being on the left and five being on the right. Um, my AR is always first. I yep. always carry a medium range weapon then I go from left to right. I go spray, makes sense, and then shotgun, makes sense, yeah, healable, and or nades, and then a sniper at the end. And the reason why I do the sniper at the end is because I have this me- technique, this mechanic, where if I snipe someone and I miss. I can swap by hitting R1 immediately to my AR so I can pop a few shots yep, after. Yep. And I've been able to make that work. It's kind of amazing how often it works and if you're accurate. Um, so like, I don't know. I like that. I love sniping this game. I think it's awesome. I have so many compilations online if you guys want to check them out of like just me sniping people and putting my music to them. <laughs> but um, for the most part, I, I'm i really gonna... I'm. I'm gonna be negative on this uh, loot system. I think there could be more to be desired. I think it can change. I know that there's a building mechanic. So like when people drop ammo and mats, like it's it's easy to just grab them and pick them up. But I think that they could do so much more to it. I think it would change everything if they only had two or three guns to pick from. I think it having extra would leave so much more to, uh, to be desired, oh. I guess. Um, and I'm gonna give it a 6.5. I'm gonna give it a low rating.
2: Fairly low rating. Okay, this can isn't just, a twenty-point
0: uh, system. This is a ten-point system.
2: <laughs> can we just can we just brush over the fact that I rose tinted glasses out of that? Yeah. <laughs> apparently, <laughs> 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 what, but that's, that's what's interesting. Is I one hundred percent like everything? So you were on the negative side of it. I was on the positive. I but I get what you're saying one hundred percent completely, especially when it comes to the rotation and the and the limited variety. As far as the lightsabers go. I guess i was just a bias in the sense of i didn't get a bad match with them or it could be because i was on the on you the you were on um, the giving side end. yeah, the yeah i was on the yeah. giving side of the lightsaber never on the receiving did
1: you ever get destroyed by no. a lightsaber no no mm. see see how how often did you play the game not like, I mean not did often you play much no. i mean
2: i played probably pretty good for that week mm. um right okay so i would maybe say like six yeah. matches maybe cuz this is coming from a guy who
1: plays minimum 6 matches nice. a night. Yeah. So no, no, no. like <laughs> I put in, I got my PlayStation, I got my freaking PlayStation like the 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 new year thing back and it told me how much I played and it told me that I played almost 322 days last year in 2019. It told me that I had over 825 hours in Fortnite alone. And three hundred in Apex, nice. and eighty eight in Call of Duty Modern <laughs> Warfare, and this is at the end of the season, right? That's funny. Um, but that's disgusting. It's gross. It, it's uh, it, clearly I spend all my time playing games and uh, not enough time with my wife. What Sorry, are those? Honey. Um, <laughs> but so I've, I've played a lot with, with in terms of of Fortnite with with these. St- lightsabers and i took some time off i couldn't do it i really couldn't i had to play other Mm. games because i was getting so tired of of dying to a freaking lightsaber man yeah anyways so yeah i know we had opposite um that's what's cool about this this podcast though like you can just sit there and you can kind of discuss like I had a bad experience. I had a great experience. Like like it's it's good that you had a good experience with lightsabers. Cause that's what this that's what Epic wants. They want you to feel like you're dominating right. with a lightsaber. They want you to feel that that joy, right? And that's what um what in later, like we're gonna talk about onboarding soon, but that's what comes down to skill based matchmaking being a new oh. thing. And that's what is nice about giving people the chance to be at overpowered, right? So,
0: so yeah. Um, I, I think I am gonna be a little bit more critical as well. Although I'm surprised neither one of you brought up fishing. I mean, this is the most awesome fishing in a game ever. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do like that. Honestly, like j- jokes aside, I thought that was kind of cool. It's stupid, but that's also Fortnite, so I can't really I can't really give it negative points for being stupid. But like being able to fish and then you get like a a fish and it gives you health or you get a weapon or something. I thought that's really cool. Um, I feel like the variety is a little bit more there than, than you're saying overtaker because yes, they've taken a lot of things out, but then there's a lot of like map things that they've kept in. Like the fact that you can go to like that one place and get the, the shield mushrooms um the fact that you can fish uh, the fact that you have like a vehicle now that doesn't seem super op like the uh, freaking airplane did um, to a certain extent it could still definitely be op because you're in a freaking vehicle, you know, but at the same time it's like they've added a good amount of variety I think uh, zip lines I like that they've added that um, even though it's you know,
1: they had zip lines in in season well, 7
0: right but i'm just saying that's something they've added oh that they, they added, added yeah, it you of course. know um, but at the same time yeah i do see where nate's coming from where it's like the mr or the m4 and the scar i mean i think the difference is the m4 correct me if i'm wrong the M4, you can only get white and green, and then when you start going up, that's when you get the scar, right? So it's literally, it is technically the same weapon, it's just that now it's purple instead of blue.
1: Yeah, so they added an upgrade system where instead of it just being uh, like a, a, a scar on its own, you can upgrade it from common to uncommon, which is green, to rare, which is blue, and it's still an AR, a regular right. AR. And then the scar becomes the upgrade from the AR. which So then even if you picked um, it up on the
0: ground, for instance, the purple is basically an M4. So that's why it feels that way because it is quite literally that. But then, yeah, the upgrade is another thing about the weapons and loot system that they added in there. And I thought that was really interesting because it gives you (laughs) this opportunity so that, for instance, if you do have just a purple, you can find an upgrade station and upgrade that. You know, and I feel like that lends itself to then it's this kind of hot zone because those upgrade stations are kind of stationary in the sense that, you know, like I know there's an upgrade station in this town. Let me go over there so I can upgrade my stuff. Not only that, it gives a purpose other than building, obviously, it gives a purpose for, you know, taking down trees, taking down brick. You know, walls or rocks, uh, taking down cars. It gives more of a reason to do that than just defensive. So now it kind of gives you an offensive reason to do that because you can upgrade from a purple to an orange. You can get that little bit of a a buff to your weapon, and I really like that system. I I feel like that's more of a weapon loot system rather than straight up mechanics because it does have to do with the loot itself. You can upgrade your loot, and I feel like that's definitely. So I'm gonna go more towards. As far as the variety and everything like that, I I see where you're coming from, Overtaker. But I'm gonna go more towards uh, Nate.
2: What was your score again, Nate? I was gonna say seven. seven. I was gonna say seven, but I honestly could I could see and and agree with either a six or six point five, or meet in the middle six. We're
0: gonna go seven because I feel like okay. yeah, there's definitely some things that you you didn't really bring up, and I do feel like the the fishing and upgrading system adds to the weapons and loot boxes i like that personally not only that but then like uh you also have like supportive weapons like the bandage shooter you know obviously that's really only good when we're talking about a you know a squad situation but it is something to also bring in so i feel like that's what makes it go up to the seven so all right so then let's move on to onboarding and so onboarding is obviously, how easy is it to learn everything? How hard is it to learn everything? You know, on, it's kind of self-explanatory, but at the same time, you know, can anybody pick up and play this? You know, that's kind of what we're going for. You know, onboarding can be a make or break for a battle royale, for me at least, you know, if it teaches <laughs> you how to play the game. So let's start off with Nate again. So
2: I'm almost gonna give it a score right off the bat, Okay. Um, and then also discuss. I would say if if that's kind of one of the metrics we're going about in terms of pick up anyone can play. I say it's a ten. Um, I say no, 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 no. That anyone anyone can play, anyone can pick up Fortnite and play it and understand how to play it. Mm. Being good at it is different. I can build kind of. I can get myself up to areas. I can maybe build a structure, but I like again, like I talked about earlier on on mechanics. I I can't do both. Um, but I also give it a 10 because in Fortnite Chapter 2, I that was literally the first match I played. I jumped in right after the update with the black hole.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And I, I'm i pretty sure that I was playing a simulated game. You were. I don't, okay. So, But that's the <laughs> thing is it took me towards the end of it to realize, because cause here's the thing, I'm not a great Fortnite player. Yeah. I was doing well and I'm like, I don't think this is real, hmm. but the fact of for the first at least five to like five, six, ten minutes of it of the match, it felt like a normal Fortnite match to me. Right. And right. so, like, I think that you kind of give it that way. And of course, I might be a little bit bullish by giving it a ten. But if if I'm if I'm just sticking on that that one thing of something that you can pick up and play, especially compared to PUBG, which we've already talked about, uh, this is either a nine or a ten for me. Mm.
0: Nowhere close. Nowhere close. But what do you think, Overtaker?
1: (laughs) I'm glad that you said that it was like a 10 for you, Nate. I'm really glad because it means that Epic is doing their job. Correct. But when I'm saying that. I say that in in a lot of ways. I say that the new um, update with the skill-based matchmaking is actually working to a degree Um, because it makes it easier for new players to ball out and feel like they're destroying people. And Mm -hmm. I've watched a compilation of videos from either my friends, spectating my friends, which is a cool thing that they added, by the way. They added, you're able to watch matches and be in the lobby Finally, be able to spectate your friends by watching in the lobby the live game, mm-hmm. which is cool. Yeah, because then you can just jump into the game with them the next time it loads. But I think that it really it adds so much to the game. I think it's kind of like it only it only works to a degree. Uh, it's been a huge um, conversation in my other Discord um with the other community that i i i play with and uh i just think it's they made the game more chill like by just being a loot simulator <laughs> Like it's just a loot farm simulator, I find sometimes because you're taking, you know, it takes so long. Like for example, the 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 side grading the de- the upgrading machines, like it 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 makes you oh I got a I got a blue AR, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna uh, spend ten minutes. Uh, hopefully I'm in the circle, but I'm gonna spend ten minutes upgrading this weapon. And then you're you're not fighting. You're not like they took out all these weapons to go back to it. They took out all these weapons just so that you know people could focus on upgrading their weapons if they if they care to to give them more of an edge on end game slash like on a fight but you're taking yourself out of the fight to upgrade your weapon you know what i mean so like it it it's more of like a simulator a loot simulator and and an upgrade simulator than it is a game about like getting into the fight and the heat of the moment now Uh. so like if you don't land hot Uh. and don't land a hot drop then you're then you're basically just you're you're just kind of running around and you're looting and you're like, oh, hey, I'm going to fish. I'm going to upgrade my weapon now. Cool. You know, like it It just doesn't, it, it feels a lot more chill and more relaxed. And I think that it's, I, I give it a pretty high score. I'm going to give it an eight because um, I know a lot of people are suckers for cosmetics too. And uh, I know that uh, a lot of friends of mine don't have the patience to learn to the building. They, they don't want to, they don't care to learn the game, but they stick around the completionist aspect of finishing challenges which is another thing that is probably going to take a while to discuss so i'm not going to talk about it today but it's like the challenge aspect in the game like having these challenges where anyone can play and anyone can do them it's so much more fulfilling to newer players right like mm-hmm. even if you're not getting a kill in a game you're working on getting to that, you know, yeah, mashing that stop sign or dancing in front of this pole or doing this or doing that. Like, it, there's there's so much more to the game that al- allows new players to just pick it up and go, oh, cool, I can shoot a gun, or oh, cool, I can pick up a weapon by pressing this button, or oh, I can I can build a, a, a structure in five seconds like this, you know, it, it, or or a minute depending on who you are. Um, it it really it leaves. It's it's incredible. I, I, I really think that it, it offers it offers a lot to new players and I'm gonna give it a, a okay. solid eight.
0: I, Nate's way too nice to do it. <laughs> way too nice. Um yeah. but I do see where you're coming from in the sense that um in the sense that it is very noob friendly, in the sense that yeah, you get some bots. Um and even after that first match, you can still um, you can still come across bots from he- from here and there. Um, oh, yeah. But they're like, you know, I think depending on how good or bad you start to do will lessen how many bots are in your match. Something like that. I don't know how the matchmaking works. So from that aspect, yeah, okay. It's very noob friendly in the sense of like, you have stuff to do other than shoot or stuff. Well, honestly, this is the part where I was going to bring up my my issue in the sense of Building sucks. I absolutely, positively, t- to such a huge degree, hate building. I hate it. I absolutely hate it. Um, and it's not necessarily that I'm bad, because I am bad at it. Um, but it's, I just don't see what it has to do with a battle royale. I, I hate that I can pop one shot, or let's say I pop three shots, I hit him two out of the three times, or maybe even just one out of the three times. And all of a sudden, the freaking Taj Mahal just appears out of nowhere, and now I have to shoot through rather than just it being skill versus skill. Now all of a sudden, it's skill versus a freaking wall, and I hate that. Um, and that could just be me being like a really whiny baby, you know? And I can admit that, you know, you know, okay, fine, whatever. But it's just, I hate building. I hate building. I feel like that is the part that can stop you dead in your tracks, because if you're not good at building, you're not good at the game. You have to be good at building in order to, to be able to get better. You know, you can certainly win matches here and there, um, By all means, but especially since it is skill based matchmaking, if you start winning a bunch of matches, it's going to put you in with better players. Those better players are better at building, (laughs) plain and simple. So if you're not good at it, you suck and you're trash. So I just that's my experience. Obviously, I am the odd one out in this particular circumstance. But yeah, when it comes to building, I feel like that is the worst part of Fortnite. I would love, uh, I would love like a boots on the ground edition of this game where it's still wacky, it's still zany, but I don't have to worry about some person building an entire freaking wall around them. Creative oh, modes, bro, whatever, man, that's dumb. Uh, yeah, yeah, I
1: mean it, it is, but it is the it is another way to. Uh, there's a lot of cool. There's a lot of cool modes in creative that that players have made and also I did they did have one mode called ground game where you could only build uh, there was only like you could only use like two builds per each uh, Mm. material so you had like no material to build and you had to shoot people you had to rely on your your, aim (laughs) and yeah i think you would okay. you would strive in that one for sure but but it all co- it, it comes down to like enjoying just the game for what it is right it, um whether it's building or not like do you if you t- if had if you had to take building out entirely here's my question how would you guys rate the game if you took the building out and it was just a battle royale a cartoony battle royale with with those weapons with no building like what how would that how would, would that be feel gold for, you tier for me
0: honestly the, the building is the one aspect of the entire game that I just don't, I don't mesh with at all. And so I just like, when it comes to everything else, literally, literally everything else, I, I love it, you know. And I feel like if building didn't become such a part of the meta, I would have been playing this nonstop since season one. But season one, it was nice. Everybody was still getting used to it. Season at, from season two on, people started getting really good at building, and I didn't. And so I stopped playing. Like, I, I genuinely hated it. And most people, most people that I talk to that don't play Fortnite anymore is because of the building. So that's just um, anecdotal yeah from my perspective, anybody I talk to, ah, I liked it, really fun game, I like the art style, but the building, like, I'm not a good builder, so I stopped playing, and I'm like, me too, you know? So once again, that is very um, subjective, you know? It's very subjective to me, so I won't give it a two, (laughs) but I'll definitely go on the, I'm gonna gonna level level it out at, you said eight, (laughs) right, Overtaker? Okay, so I'll go to eight. (laughs) I mean, because... I can at least agree with that. I mean, it is really good for noobs, especially since you are able to have bots and a mixture of bots and real players. So, if I was gonna, mm-hmm. if I was gonna do like my personal opinion, I would give it a two because I just hate the building and I feel like the building is literally a wall that you come up to and you're just like, I can't play this game anymore because I'm not good at it. But I'm trying to go around it from an objective point of view, and so from an objective point of view, I think eight is a is a good score for that. So then, fun factor. F is for friends who do stuff together. U is for you and me. And it's anytime really any time, anywhere, de- anytime, in the deep blue sea. Deep sea. Anyways, <clears throat> so, uh, overtaker, why don't you start off this one? Let's make this quick, because we are going a little uh, long. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to... Yes,
1: I know. I know. Um, so, fun factor, I, uh, I've i met a lot of ma- amazing people, um, you know, who I get the pleasure of calling friends, even still to this date, who I know in real life now, like, uh, you know, that I met online. Oh, it's it's a crazy. Uh, I, myself... I'm, you know, I'm in a, I'm in an amazing Discord community that I kind of, sorry guys, I just want to plug it real quick. FamHub, these guys are amazing. Um, we we all met on Fortnite, and now we play different games. We don't even play Fortnite together anymore. We play different games because we 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 found that love for um, gaming through mm-hmm. Fortnite. So I I have to say the fun factor is high um you know like what there were events like we didn't get to talk about the events obviously but they they were fun they were cool you know you just jump in with your your buddies in a server and and catch the event of like you know the robot and the um like the mech and the the monster uh-huh, fighting each other uh-huh. and stuff like that it's just crazy it's, it's it's it whether you're messing around or doing challenges it's it's fun it's 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 either you either go full try hard or you're you're just messing around it's a blast just to laugh around at the game's wacky art style the comedic aspect the emote system like just being stupid like they just they just guys they just dropped the new emote that's the rickroll emote they're never going to give you up and the song is actually and everything like it came out two nights ago yeah it's crazy um you know we had this super in-depth conversation the other day about the br pvp style like multiplayer games like fortnite being labeled as chill pvp um like i mean i i I'd, I'd want to get your thoughts but like let's just do it another time it just it would take too long but i um it just depends on how you perceive the game and how competitive uh-huh. you want to be with it and i i know some friends of mine who are huge on on call outs and some that care whether that they just get a kill every five games like they don't it's uh-huh. not a big deal to them but it's more about camaraderie and, and the cooperative aspect and i i i feel like you know, sometimes it's a storm slash loot simulator, but depending on you know your game, and and you get to talk about real life, and you get to just make friends and, and enjoy that aspect. And I I, I give it I, I give it a ten. I, I I think it's fun. I think it's 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 exciting, and it gives you the chance to just talk about real life and make friends. Okay. So.
2: Nate. So mine's gonna be very simple. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a nine. Um, I think everything that you said is true, and I think that it can't be overstated how much like that set them apart uh, with the uh, events, like how it made a genuine, genuinely unique gaming experience for a lot of people. Well, here's something I want to um, throw in
0: there real quick because I haven't been paying a lot of attention to um, Chapter 2, but other than like the lightsabers mm-hmm. and, and like kind of that aspect... I feel like they've been really slowing down with the events. Is that just me? Because I'm an outsider and I like, cause like, I feel like there are so many times when this brand new thing would come up and, and maybe that was cause the game was newer, but I feel like as far as like, as far as the noise around Fortnite, I feel like it's been slowing down and that does have to do with some, some of the events. So like, what are yeah. your guys thoughts real quick on that? So,
1: so this uh, (laughs) this season has been way too long like we've it october 14th mark correct me if i'm wrong i think it's the 14th of october or like the second or third week of october this game like the black hole thing you know it all of a sudden spanned into chapter two it's taken forever october to february is way too long for a season and I get that they're probably doing something cool and special, but they really, they've lost a lot of yeah. their community. Uh, a lot of their regulated I just, players. I just like feel like, in general, the, you know, like the, the
0: lore was yeah. way more fast coming back in the day. It was, yeah. And so that's what I'm talking yeah, about is that they, I feel they, like things have really yeah. slowed down. And on the other side, not to pick favorites, Agreed. but like on the other side, Apex is picking up. So it's like, the, if, If they're not going to do one thing every other week, that's okay. But it's like they got to do something like in the middle. Because I feel like they used to just be like banger Mm -hmm. after banger after banger. It's like here's this cube and now the cube starts moving around. And like they used to do stuff like that. And like every week there was something new to do. And I feel like lately... It's getting, it's getting very stale. stale. And I don't yeah. know if that's just because yeah. they got a lot of crap for working people 100 hours and now they're not working them 100 hours. <laughs> is that what we get for overworking your workers is something new every week that, I mean, it's kind of messed up. But at the same time, it's like you, you've you done that to yourself. And to me, that does kind of add to the fa- fun factor. So, Nate, I'm going to let you finish. Right. Um.
2: So the reason why I'm going to give it a 9 all the way to 10 is I'm actually going to sympathize with Nick. And I, you kind of pointed at it too of, like, it just depends on the type of player you are. I think for a lot of mm-hmm. people, building ruins a lot of the fun uh-huh, factor. Uh-huh. Um, even though it's a core mechanic of the game, I've, I've been with Nick before when we played Fortnite, and I've had moments myself where I'm like, I am getting my ass beat by not <laughs> someone who's yeah. necessarily better at building. I mean, they are, but they're just being completely, like, like just just the idea of someone doing a combination where they're like shooting me in the building wall, shooting me building wall, like something as extreme as that frustrates mm-hmm. me. Um, mm-hmm. And so it's one of those that I'm not going to say the fun factor is perfect because I think to a lot of people, they don't play Fortnite because of right. the building. So I'm going to be kind of everyone the everyone vote, <laughs> I guess in a lot of ways, and not give it an absolute perfect yeah. score. Well, and see,
0: I do feel like,
2: um, the The building does
0: come into hand because if you want to take this game serious, which is fun all, all on its own, um, you, you the wall that you run into, the literal wall sometimes, it, it can be a big thing. Not only that, but I do feel like from an objective point of view, we do need to treat the fun factor almost as an overall kind of score if you think about it because it's like the fun can be um affected by uh do i like what i look at do i like what i'm doing so mechanics do i like the guns do they feel nice um you know was it hard to pick up i feel like the fun factor is almost like an amalgamation of all the scores so if that's the case i'd have to give it an eight but if we do that then i feel like the average is going to be really weird like what would the average be if it was 8 nine, ten? so all right we'll go in the middle i guess we'll 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 do 9 i totally don't agree with that whatsoever i honestly probably would have gone down to 6 or whatever but i don't think it would have eh. for yeah, fun fact because the the building really yeah. de- now i see where you're coming from that's i do what see they yeah, for you that's i do see where yeah. you're coming from where you do have friends who can go 5 matches without a kill or something like that and I I see that but I also just don't feel like most people play this game so that they don't kill somebody like that's not the objective of the game if that's not the objective of the game you go play creative mode no offense (laughs) like
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, well, just, like, the the fact that the BR, I mean, cre- creative aside, though, like, Fortnite was a ar- was around way before the creative and the playground mode. And that's why all these kids are nuts now at, at building because of playground. But before that, all of my friends were still playing this game. So they're still technically, you know, whether they were good or not, they're still playing because True. they enjoy it and because they enjoy playing with other people, right? And some of my friends, like, I won't play a solo game. Like I've I've mentioned that before, but I won't run solos anymore because I don't I don't I feel like I, I enjoy playing with people and my friends and whenever, whenever they get on sometimes we have six seven so, people in our lobby. Would you say and that your or not, fun factor is we just tag affected
0: through. when it's just yourself?
1: Um, <laughs> certainly, but I I would say that there's no there's no factor at all. Like I wouldn't play the game. I only play it when so my friends that, are playing or I'll play another game. Right. That point,
0: so then. that's kind of what I'm getting at i still
1: yeah yeah I, I i totally understand where you're coming from but i still think it deserves a 10 because it's 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 allowed me to make the friends that i have today that i play can the you play apex with. by yourself so like it comes down uh no okay I then it's just apex the type of player either. you are then. again it's <laughs> i think it's the type of player i am yeah it comes down to like like if i'm gonna play a game by myself i'm gonna play True. a single okay, player you game you know like i like yeah i don't know. it just that's me but but yeah you're right you're right i, I should i should think about my score again but 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 i i, I am gonna stick with the 10 i think that it's either way it's, i think yeah. we
0: average out around nine so we'll we'll stick at nine okay extra credit um personally i think it deserves extra credit for its story mode um i love the fact that it's for the most part, there's there's a lot of different game modes, and they've even added some since the last time I played before we did the Battle Royale. Battle Royale. Um, but the story mode is really cool. and To a lot of degrees, um, there's a lot of the game modes that boil down to it's a, a kind of a tower defense. You build up your fort around whatever you're trying to protect, and then waves and waves of husks come in, and you have to destroy them. But not only that, there's also these... There's also um, crafting. You know, you have to get the crafting materials to get your weapons. Your weapons have degradation on them. So you can't just go balls to the wall all the time. Sometimes you need to take the time... And go looting a little bit. So I love that. I absolutely love that. Not only that, but I feel like it deserves extra credit because that's what it was before Battle Royale. Like, it deserves credit for being just a nice game before they even added, you know, Battle Royale in. So for me, I want to give at least two (laughs) points extra credit for the fact that, you know, it has a story mode, and it's really good. The amount of work that goes into that is amazing. And even though, like, I, I can definitely be salty when it comes to the fact that, like, I feel like a lot less work has been put into it since Battle Royale came around, and I I would love an alternate universe to see where would they be at right now if it was... Here's one thing. Here's one thing. Rant time! Why the... Is there split screen in Battle Royale, but there's not split screen in the story mode? That is so dumb. Damn. Because you I used to have point. two PlayStations, like so me and my wife would play Fortnite all the time, save the world. All the time. We would go eight yeah. hours in one day playing Fortnite. Um you know, Due to certain budgetary constrictions, um, we turned in our other PlayStation, and so now we're down to one. I heard that they added split screen, and I'm like, heck yeah, split screen! I go to try it out, and oh, it's only for Battle Royale. So let me, let me get this straight. You can compute a giant map with 100 players on it in split screen, but you can't take the time to show love to your other people. Like what the hell? <laughs> so, okay, rant over. Uh 2 points at least for the story mode.
2: I think obviously when it comes to how much of an industry standard this game is, no matter what, this game is going to rank higher above PUBG. I think overall this game is a better mm-hmm. game than PUBG. I agree. Um, especially when it comes to the battle royale, just all across the board, you know, especially with how you feel about billing or not. Um so, I mean, I think culturally it – it how, m- how many points do you say you'd give for culturally? Personally,
0: um, I do believe if I, – I think we give this another um, sum of 10. So as of right now, it's an 8. If we, anybody has any other, like, extra credits, you know, that will subtract from it. But for now, it'd have to be an 8. So that's a total of 10 points
1: yeah I think culturally 8 is, is solid because like how many games have added like I mean competitively the scene now is right. insane they've added they, it's massive to the point where when they added tournaments and competitive gameplay everyone across the world yep. was playing yep. this game and competing and that's crazy that a game, you know, built by a couple of mm. devs, you know, from Epic just, you know, managed to make this game blow up to the point where it the competitive industry is massive for this game now. People are winning crazy money. Booga just won $3 mm. million dollars last summer.
0: It's insane. It's insane.
1: Yeah. Like, that's nuts. Like, to the fact that people walk away with money and they can live off of playing this game. Um, is kind of insane when you think about it. It's kind of surreal, and uh, um, I yeah, I, th- I I would give it I would give it the solid yeah. eight that it deserves. I mean, honestly, um, I would give it a ten culturally. for culture,
0: but obviously with the rules, it can only be a total of ten. Yeah. Um, yeah. but yeah, I do believe that it it's almost a ten because you don't even have to play video games to know what Fortnite is. Now, you might need to know a little bit about it, you know, other than, oh, it's just a video game. There's, you have to know it. (laughs) But at the same time, like, somebody who's never played a video game in their entire life can probably know what Fortnite is. And the only other games that have ever really done that are, like, Mario. Everybody knows who Mario is. Everybody knows, well I would say Less people know who Sonic is Even less people probably know who Crash is So it's like, if you're talking about like Culturally You don't have to play a video game to know who Mario is Sonic, I feel like you have to At least play some games to know who Sonic is So Mario Mario is the only other thing in the history Of like games I feel like You just know who that is Maybe Pac-Man, I'll give it to Pac-Man Because I feel like that's you know, you can get that on your phone as well, right? I don't know. Tetris, so blocks. Yay, blocks. But no, like, what other games out there that are so culturally ingrained in everything? I guess Pac-Man, you get those packet monsters, and you put them on your phone, all the old people walk around so that the arthritis doesn't hurt them anymore. But anyways, so... So, like, it, as far as, yeah, cultural, yeah. it has to be an eight. Because I feel like... The reason it's an 8 rather than a 10 obviously is not only our rules, but I do feel like story mode doesn't deserve a 1. It deserves more of a notice than 1. So, that's why I personally give it a 2. So, it's a total of 10. All right. So, somebody get the calculator ready. Are we, are you ready? Okay. No. Art style <laughs> and visuals is that a 9? Mechanics is yes. at an 8. Weapons and loot system is at a seven, onboarding eight, fun factor nine, and it gets ten points for extra credit. So we do that and divide it by what was it again? One, two, three, oh six, right? No seven, no six. Sorry. So add all that together, divide by six.
2: Eight point five.
0: Eight point five. Which means PUBG has been knocked the f- out. <laughs> it did not stand a chance. It didn't even get close. It's just some punk-ass bitch uh, back in the nosebleeds. That's what's going on here. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. I totally saw that coming. I mean, not 8.5, but, you know, I definitely saw that coming. It is out of there. It is gone. It's freaking out. So, PUBG has been knocked out. Next up is Realm Royale, which is also the game of the week. So if you want, get that downloaded. Let's get on this. Let's get on together. Let's play a little bit. Um, if you have any impressions on it, anything you guys want to talk about as far as visuals, anything like that. If you want to put your two cents into the match, maybe it'll sway us one way or the other. Let us know. You can go to at official underscore noob or t at tx3productions, threadx3productions on Instagram, or threadx3productions at gmail.com. It's been awesome, guys. Thank you so much for joining us, Overtaker. Go ahead and let people know uh, where they can find you.
1: Yeah, so you can catch me on the socials: um, uh, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter, as the Overtaker. T H E O V R T K R. I took out all the vowels in uh, the last bit. But um, so if you try and find me on YouTube, um, it goes by my my official name, I believe my profile is. But if you type type in the Overtaker. Um, compilation any any that it'll pop up and you'll see like a lot of them and i i do a couple on apex call duty and i also do a lot of Fortnite. so you can catch me basically i do a compilation a season i think it is it comes down to and i usually it's like a snipe compilation and i add some music to it and make the videos look cool but for the most part i um yeah i'm a i'm around so um you you know you can catch me also as the overtaker on psn as well and add me if you want to play um, I'm usually pretty down. I'm, I'm on quite a bit um, for now until I have my <laughs> child in a couple of months. Uh, and then that yep. will be a different story. But <laughs> I, uh, I love playing games. I love the community. I love hanging out with everyone. And, uh, yeah, I, I look forward to,
2: to more.
0: All righty. So thank you so much for joining us for Noob. I was your host, Nick.
2: And I was your host, Nate.
0: And our guest today was... The Overtaker. All right, so remember to play nice
2: and use the buddy system. Buddy!